Episode fifty three, our our live episode. Uh, this is a very yeah. very big episode. It's gonna be a good one. Yes, yeah. for anybody that's watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. Uh, the only reason it's not on YouTube is apparently you have to wait twenty four hours to put to be able to live stream on YouTube, and it's at hour like twenty two right now. So I can't be on Shut YouTube. Up, Tracy. And if you're talking, yeah, I was about to say. Oh, let me bring up the comments. The comments. Uh, we can blame Max late. for being late, Tracy. Yeah. It's a lot of people that we're trying to get on. I was on time. Everyone else was late. So, this uh, this episode is a little different than our regular episodes. It's not going to be so much uh, what's on well, some of it will be what's on YouTube, but it won't be as much of a uh, a view of what happened in all of the reptile culture this past week as much as it will be what happened in Oklahoma, Texas, and Louisiana over the past week. Uh, we have, I'm trying to count how many guests we have in here. One, two, three, four, five, six guests. Uh, we'll bring everybody in and we're, we're just going to kind of discuss what went on this week. Robert, how are you doing? I'm doing well. It's a lot, lot better than I was four or five days ago. Um, we've had power for about 48 hours now, knock on wood straight. Uh, so yeah, a lot better. You know, we had to, at one point we moved our entire collection to another house that had electricity, which was, uh, not easy. Um, and then, you know, had a generator go out on us, had to get another generator and get it set up. And, uh, and then it was that second night was every, I don't know, two hours we were up because the power would go out or we would have to get up because we weren't running the incubator on the generator at first because it wasn't maintaining the heat correctly. We have eggs in there. So like every two hours, we uh, we would have to get up and fill the water bottles up with hot water and put them in the incubator. And then Rachel stressed over that forever. If you want to go ahead and bring her in since. That's true. We could go ahead and bring Rachel in. Yeah. Yay. It's Rachel. It's Robert's. It's another girl. It's Robert's better half. <laughs> Well, I think yeah. happens. Just Rachel. Oh, you hush. <laughs> there we go. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. She muted herself like you asked. That was James. good, but just tried to talk on mute. That does not work. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff on this table. I had to move out of my way. Do my my mouse working? Yeah. Uh, if anybody watching on YouTube sees the the nice green light behind her, that's because Robert has that that rack money and can afford lights to change <laughs> colors. Yeah. As long as they don't put her in the dark <laughs> at eight o'clock, we'll be good. <laughs> Well, hopefully he overrode that. Because when all these yeah. lights next to me turn off at 8 o'clock, it's going to make me jump. So, heads up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, before we get into everything, uh, a few things I want to cover. I definitely want to go over sponsors, which we have both of our sponsors on tonight again. But mm-hmm. our first sponsor, uh, Katie doesn't have a blurb up, does she? Nope. I don't have my blurb up. I'm sorry. We got other okay. stuff going on tonight. But our we'll first sponsor is obviously, obviously ahead, Robert. Go ahead. go ahead. Who is currently no. running a special? <laughs> Yeah, everybody knows who, who I am and what we do. In fact, it even says it on the screen what my business is. But we are running a special right now. I mean, it doesn't really save the customer any money, but I'm going to donate 10% of all of my sales for the rest of the month to the Herbst Family Foundation or fund. I don't remember what Sean called it. I just drew a blank. Um, because there was a lot of people in our Herbst family, especially, who had it a lot worse than we did. 
Uh, Rachel and I had a rough. We spent a lot of money um, on gas and generator and everything else, but there were some people that we know that lost a lot more. So even if I can give just a little bit back, we're going to. And I would love while we're doing this podcast to see some comments over to the side where people went to the, uh, to PayPal and donated some money while we're talking. That'd be awesome to see tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll let Sean give the PayPal information here in a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and before we bring Sean, cause I do want to bring Sean in from Herb's Reptile shows. Uh, I guess an update on us. We, we didn't have it as bad as y'all as far as losing power. Uh, we were iced into our house for about three days. We were able to leave today and yes. see real roads. It was lovely. I forgot what a road looked like. <laughs> I think we're starting to get on each other's nerves a little uh, bit. Well, I can just sleep. That'd be good. We did do that today, actually. Lots of sleep. We got um, angry and then both went back to sleep and then woke up in much better moods. Yeah. <laughs> so that's for real. Yeah. When you flush toilets and things come back into the house, it it's just means the day is over it's and you go back fun. to sleep. Yeah. Uh, did y'all... Did y'all lose anything? Because we, we got a whole bunch of people. We're going to get into their stories, what, what happened to them this week. But I want to go ahead and get y'all's. I know you were able to move your animals to a separate location so they could stay warm. But Well, when, when we found them the first morning, when we realized that the power wasn't coming back on, because nobody expected that, right? It yeah. was, what, Rachel, 51, 52 degrees in our snake room? Yeah, it was about 52 degrees in the snake room, and, and they were really cold. And yeah, on I mean, the off chance that we have people watching, listening, that aren't reptile people, what do you normally keep your snake room at? Uh, we Does, keep the snake room between 75 and 80. Okay. So, yeah. So, a 20 yeah. to 25. Yeah, and they have hot spots in the 80s on so yeah. the racks. Right. I mean, our racks are set at 90. 90. Uh, so... They were very cold. They were very lethargic. We have a bunch of babies. I don't know, Rachel, what do you have right now? 15, 20 babies? I mean, not a bunch, but uh, enough. 18 hatchlings right now. And then I've got seven yeah. in the incubator. Yeah. So the the, uh, the hatchlings were the ones we were really worried about. Uh, they were very lethargic. Um, we have a few that are, you know, a month or so old and still haven't taken a meal. So they have that added stress on top of them. We're still really worried about them. Um, of course, we're watching for our eyes now because they were probably six to eight hours in that 50-degree uh, room. Yeah. So the only thing that we have officially lost so far is our daughter's girlfriend had a little baby Creston gecko that had been with her in Huntsville where she lives. For those of you not familiar, it's about an hour and a half north. Uh, it's near Conroe, actually, about 30 minutes north of Conroe. And her power went out in her apartment, and it was 30 degrees inside her apartment. Oh. And uh, she slept cuddled up with her her little baby that she actually got from Tyler uh, at Gecko World Austin at Conroe. So, I mean, it's a baby baby. And she has a, an adult leopard gecko and an adult bearded dragon. She slept curled up with them all night and uh, ended up bringing them here uh, once we got power back. But the little baby, Presta Gecko, we found him yesterday morning. He just, or she didn't make it. So The leopard gecko and bearded are doing okay? They're doing great. Yeah, we yes. took, yeah, they're doing good. So Gosh. we have, we also have five bearded dragons and a couple leopard geckos and uh, what else, Rachel? That's it. Yeah, that's so it. So we were constantly, the, sh- the power would come on. We'd put the, we'd put the bearded dragons back in their enclosures with their heat lamps and the power would go off and we'd put them in tubs and take them in the snake room because we had a heater in there with, uh, on the second day. I don't know. 
I had to ask my son earlier what day of the week it was. Um, he had to ask Alexa because neither one of us knew. So, well, the first uh, few days of the, for Alexa. Yeah, the yeah. first few days of the freeze when we didn't have any power, um, I had reached out to um, Kevin at KDF and asked him if he had any suggestions. And he told me if I had access to hot water to fill hot water bottles and fill the tubs and keep a room warm. So I was able to keep the bearded dragons, leopard geckos all in the bathroom and kept it at about 65 degrees and got up every two and a half hours during the night and changed out the hot water bottles in my incubator and was able to keep my incubator between 86 and 88 degrees until we got power back on. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. you'll, have, you'll have to tell her to reach out to James Brigoli. He wants to replace her crusty for her. Oh, thank you. He just, he just commented on that. I'm keeping up with the comments. <laughs> I feel like that one should have been should be mentioned right now, though. See, we went through the whole power loss when Hurricane Laura came through. We went a week. Yeah, a little over a week without, without power. Without but power. we were lucky enough that it was warm enough outside. Yeah, that, that was, that was the big difference. About... I tell her during this whole thing was hurricane season, we lose power. It's still warm enough. Our reptiles will make it. Mm -hmm. uh, this whole thing of losing power for people was insane because you're dealing – I mean – the other night, I know here it got down to nine degrees, and it felt like negative five outside. Which was absolutely. I did stay up to be able to. I, I did walk. I, I walked outside to walk outside and see what it felt. It's like. fucking cold. In case anybody's yeah. curious, <laughs> it's fucking cold. Yeah, I the dog was the not happy when it was like it was like eleven or twelve degrees, and I walked out in basketball shorts and a t-shirt, and no shoes, to walk the dog, the little puppy. Oh hell no! Not thinking, just just completely. It's how I do it every morning. I never think, and I was got about two steps, and I was like, oh, and let's go back in and get some sweatpants and some shoes and a jacket. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I put the little dog. You know, he's this tall. I put him down on the grass, and he looked at me like, you "Fucking serious, dude? Are we doing this? Can, can we go somewhere else?" <laughs> yeah, See, he wanted nothing to do with that. I actually no. saw I saw someone on Facebook that put a piece of plywood down on their grass. Right. It snowed on top of the plywood, and then they would lift the plywood so the dog actually had grass to be able to go to the bathroom on. Like yeah, but then when you put the plywood more, back down, you have a nice poop sandwich. Well, you would pick it up before you put the plywood pick down, it James. It's not complicated. I'm not picking it up. I haven't picked up the shit in our backyard. Our kid needs to get back here. That she is do her that. job. She hasn't been here to do her <laughs> There's job. frozen dog turds. The mother thawed out, so now they're just soggy dog turds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our biggest issue was we had the tortoises in the tortoise barn, which I posted online, and I was super happy. It stayed about 85 degrees even when it got down to 10 degrees outside. So uh, the tortoises, like I said last night when we were on, uh, I haven't seen them alive, so there's a chance they could be dead. But they're warm no matter what. There, um, there's no more ice and snow on their bunker or in their yard. So tomorrow, yeah, I, I, have, I have a feeling our only loss from this whole storm, and I and I am kind of heartbroken. I know it's not as bad as everybody else, but I believe I let all my cactuses die. I have a awesome little cactus garden that I started, and they were just covered in ice yesterday. <sighs> yeah, I never we. <laughs> We've been to do it about five different times and never got our flower bed in the front covered that I, Rachel and I put a lot of work into and it all looks really bad right now. So I don't think anything made it. Yeah. I'm, I'm heartbroken once the, the, the fall the really The 357-pound rock is going strong. Yes, the rock didn't die. He's the doing great. Hardy has survived. Uh, so, yeah. We'll see if the cactuses, how they do. Uh, Cenozoic Reptilia asked if the temps are going back to normal. Uh, ish. I mean, it was weird today. The high was 40, but the low tonight's 17. And then the high yeah. tomorrow is 53 in Louisiana with the low being 33. Yeah. So that's next exciting. week we get back into the sixties yeah. with lows into the forties. Yeah. It's supposed to be 70 here on Sunday. 
That's crazy. Well, I'll, be back in, to, I'll be back in shorts on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's supposed to get up to the 60s, too. Oh, man. Alyssa says she lost most of her cactus, too. That doesn't make me feel good. No, that doesn't, right. that doesn't give me a lot of hope. Since we've got a bajillion people on here, let's go ahead and bring in our other sponsor and go ahead and, and, yeah. and talk about that. So let's bring in Sean Gray. How's it going, Sean? What's up, guys? <clears throat> How's everything over there? Good here. I'm, I'm, we haven't had any issues. Uh, we lost power. We haven't lost power or water or anything. Um, kind of feel guilty, uh, honestly. Kind of. I, f- I understand that feel. Um, yeah, it was it was hard watching everybody going through that and then trying to figure out a way to get to them or try to figure out what to do with help to help. But we got lucky and we were prepared as much as we could be. But I don't think anybody was prepared for this. But this is what we do in Texas. That's right. <laughs> right. Every day. So, so um, yeah, we're we're good. I, I'm just glad that that um, most people made it out okay. I know there's a <clears throat> so it's not over, honestly, with the oh, yeah. going on. Even with the animals getting back warm, you're gonna have issues. So, but uh, we can bring all that up when we're talking. But yeah, um, we're we're good, man. We're good. Well, there was one great thing I saw that came out of this, and we will talk about some of the negatives. Well, one big negative in the hobby, but some of the positives that I saw. People like yourself, Bill Stiegel, uh, opening up your homes to anybody else that needed somewhere to bring their animals to keep them warm through all this. Uh, yeah. That was great to see. Yeah, Chase. I think Chase Baker has a few people's collection. I know Ty was on with us earlier on Chris's podcast, um, and um, Chase took in his animals, and I think Billy Johnson's animals, and maybe a few others. And he lost power there for a little bit, but he had, you know, he had heaters running and stuff, so. Looks like everything survived in his collection, and and uh, you know, again, that's what we're supposed to do. You know, that's really what we're supposed that's right. to do. Another big thing I, that I want to I want to bring up, and that's one reason we really wanted to have you on here, and uh, it kind of got pushed out because of all this, is your new foundation. I know you've been talking about it, planning for a while, and kind of been doing this under the radar for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I want you to go ahead and talk about that. So last year, Lori and I, we you know, we do fundraisers at all the shows, and we've. we've done to other people and you know we donate to us arc and we do the things you're supposed to do to help the community but um you know we've so much crap going with covid and then you know people having their cars blow up or whatever it is there's always something that's going on there's always someone we can help and norm had his heart attack so we've talked about doing the the herps family foundation and and you guys know you, you guys are vendors you understand the kind of atmosphere that we try to promote at our shows and and uh not at just a show during the week when we're just talking and hanging out, you know what I'm saying? So we wanted to have a place where people could donate money that it would go to um, helping those people that we had a reserve backup fund. Um, so we started working on the, on the nonprofit side of it last year, trying to get the paperwork and everything keeps getting shuffled around and pushed aside. And this was like the kind of the, the straw that broke camel's back with this um, to get it out there as fast as we could. Um, and so what we're doing is we're taking donations and actually Katie, Katie Lewis to be our treasurer. Um, so she's I haven't told anybody. <laughs> yeah. I, I, kept it, I kept it all so secret. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> Katie's actually one that we instantly thought of that would, um, that would be perfect for that. Um, and um, JT Tomlinson is our first board member. Um, JT and I have talked about it at length and, and JT's one of the guys that was a, was a definite because he's seen both sides of it, you know. Yeah. Um, he's he's helped so many people, but he's also been helped by so many people with what you know losing his house in the fire and things like that. So, uh, and what it is basically is we're gonna have 
a group of board members, and and when something like this comes up, we're going to have that fund available. They'll vote on who to disperse it to, and, and we'll go from there. So it's just another – I mean, we're still going to do our auctions and things like that. We always want to help people any way we can. Um, but that's something that we really wanted to have out there. That way there's a backup plan going on. Well, and that's what I try to tell people all the time when we talk about the Herbs Reptile shows because a lot of our guests that come on have been Herbs vendors because the people we know. And I try to tell them it's, it's different than any other group of people that have done reptile shows together. Like it's just – like you said, it's it's a family, and then stuff like this that makes it completely different than the competitors. Yeah, and and that's how it should be. Honestly, we we have a reptile community that is shattered, and you see it all the time. You see people that, like uh, you know, Billy said on uh, on that video um, that the reptile community needs to come together. There's more people that are against keeping animals than actually are reptile keepers. So we have to stick together. We have to help one another. We have to make our hobby a different level. We have to help each other make everyone else better, period. What is it? What is it? Um, rising waters raise all ships kind of yes. thing. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's where we've always been like that. We've been vending shows for years, and there was no, was no family kind of feel, you know? And Nobody really yeah, and what's really great is that there are so many of our kids that are also involved in this. Mm-hmm. So they're watching how we react to things, and yep. they're seeing how we are acting as a family. So in turn, they're going to learn that this is how to do things the right way, and Absolutely. this is how things should be done, and it's going to keep growing the hobby. Well, and I also love people that come to a herp show as their first reptile show, and they think, because well, if that's the first thing they see as a reptile show, that's how a reptile show should be. So I've been to other ones that if that's the first one you ever saw, you'd go, oh, I'd never come to this again. Yeah. Uh, so. Jennifer Williamson, yes, that's the, that's the PayPal address. Yes, herpsfamilystrong at gmail.com if you want to donate. Uh, please, please donate. Uh, I think um, we got close to $1,500 in, in one day. Yeah, um, it was it was pretty high. Yeah, it was really, really If we only had someone in charge of the money that could tell us. I'm I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, fourteen hundred. That's awesome. Um, and you're gonna bring. I know. I know we're gonna be bringing Corey on in a bit. But Corey actually choked me up earlier because Corey had a lot of damage to her house, yes. and she got some of the money from Josh's foundation from the Reptile Figures uh, Fund, right? Well, she took some of that money and donated it to the Herps family. Um, so that 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 was actually awesome. Like that, Corey's yeah. okay. <laughs> you know, but, but that's how that's how we are you know what i'm saying that's, yes. that's what we do um so uh, there's a lot of negativity going on but you know we, we uh uh we try to make a positive light with all the positivity okay let's get this done and let's i know get this i want quick <laughs> no, we're, we're gonna bring this up <laughs> we're talking about it on this on this episode and then we're done with it Seth also watch this do we want to pull seth into this too everyone watch we'll, we'll get to it everyone's gonna have this <laughs> I did not. I can honestly say I was watching Shit's Creek working on a quiz. <laughs> so, I mean, if somehow someone that's listening has not seen what's been going on lately on in every Facebook reptile group, uh, there was a a message put out on was it Tuesday when everybody was really starting to suffer, so. animals were dying, people were losing power. Uh, a very heartless message that got put out, and and I'm. This will be the last time I give uh, this dude any say whatsoever, but I will go ahead and read it because it's it's so it's so negative that I can't. I've got to read it just to get it right. 
Uh, it was from Ball Pythons 101, which I'll be honest, until this happened, I had never heard of them. But I don't, I don't, I'm not, even though I own Ball Pythons. But uh, he said, "Yo, this weather and ice storm is crazy. Honestly, I have zero space for you if you don't have electric. And I'm sorry you didn't have your stuff handled prior, like you should have. I could be cheesy and say, let me know if I can house your animals and help." But let's open the picture. That's what I was trying to do. I didn't have the picture You're open. Oh, oh, I forgot it was longer. But let's get real. What the? Come on, man. My computer didn't like this dude. It doesn't want me to talk about him. <laughs> let's get real. The only collection I honestly care about is mine. The end. Real talk. No fake shit. Handle your own. And they push, come to shove. I'd work out a space in your shed for you. In our shed. In our shed for you. But the quarantine and health of my collection comes first. And the integrity. Breeder PR these storms with a smiley face. With a smiley, smiley face. face emoji. All right, so Ugh. I want to give my two cents real quick, real quick, and then Robert can give his, and, real quick, and everybody else can talk shit about this guy as well. I don't. I honestly don't care if this is how he feels. I don't care about not wanting to have animals in his house. That says for up whatever. There was no fucking point to making the post. That's my problem. Is there was no reason. To just pile on top of people like Robert and like me and the people that we're going to have on tonight who are suffering and try and act like the victims are the ones to blame here. Because uh, I know that the people we're talking to, they were prepared they were for prepared snow, for anything that they've exist- that's existed before. They were ready for that. They weren't ready for the shit that happened over this past week. And if you're not down here... I don't want to hear from you about how things happened in Wisconsin or Maine or I don't give a shit. We don't do ice. Our houses aren't made our, for ice. Our infrastructure. Our roads aren't made for like we don't do that. We don't and then Texas was not made to not have power for days at a time. Um so the biggest, the biggest point of this all though is yeah, you said it perfectly. He has his prerogative not to let them, but he has a platform which he is popular on and has what seventy thousand followers? He had he, he, he had seventy nine thousand. Now he has like yeah. seventy one thousand. But that is that is a lot of people that he has responsibility to make sure that he doesn't put our community down. For him to have that kind of following and to use that platform to spread basically negativity and just complete lack of empathy. That's the biggest thing that I have a problem with. And you can't, you can blame it on ignorance, but his responses after that just proved to all of us that he didn't give a shit. Well, because he didn't end there. He ended up saying some, when people got pissed off, he ended up poking the bear there and making fun of the ones that got pissed off. And then he came out with this bullshit apology that he then deleted from, from Instagram and Facebook. And he talked some more shit. And then he put another apology up and then deleted that. And then he put another apology up and that one's still there. Everybody knows it's insincere, though, because oh, that uh, many pulled out apologies. I mean, guys, just oh, a uh, Billy, Billy just gave him on that video. Just oh yes, ripped into his ass, and and that's I was the first time I've ever heard Brian Cusco curse like that. Oh, yeah, Lord. And Brian Cusco <laughs> called him when a that happens, he like, suck a dick. I expect me to send people messages that say yeah. "suck a dick," but I don't expect Brian Cusco to tell no. anyone on earth to suck a dick. You can right. tell how visibly like like shaken they both were um and and you know and, and and some people may not know what happened with all that but everybody kind of jumped on mj because he was doing it and and he probably had ulterior motives don't really care nobody wanted to hear the apology but i'm glad that the way that they handled it was the way they handled it he had like 
a minute and a half to speak. And then basically I'll tell them, shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear from you again. I did. I did enjoy yeah. that because I know that the, the original episode of that podcast was supposed to be, what is it? I don't, I honestly don't listen to that podcast. What is it called? Uh, snake trap sessions. I've never heard of it either. Yeah. So the original episode of that was to be the previous day, yesterday, I think. Uh, and then there was backlash from everyone about him having this guy on to give him a platform. And so they paused. They did it today. He gave him a platform for, like you said, about a minute and a half. Yeah. And then he brought on Brian Cusco, who I've had Brian Cusco on this podcast. He's one of the nicest people I've ever talked to in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. And to watch Brian Cusco tear into a dude. And basically say, I'm never going to forgive you. I'm never going to buy shit from you and obviously suck a dick. Yeah. That- James is pretty hung up on that. If you haven't caught yeah. that yet, like the shock is still very Yeah. 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 Dude, when, 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 when Brian said he gave his son headphones and an iPad because he didn't want to hear what he had to say, I said, this is going to get good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, then, and then having Billy on from. Um, uh, what, what mutation, kind of creation. mutation creation uh, and and Billy gave a whole backstory as to the guy's character previously yeah. um, and come to find out there's yeah. there's been a lot going on in the past He's he hasn't been the best people person in the past uh, yeah. and, and Billy that are not that great at people persons though and the, even they know this is well, unexpected well watching Billy I mean he was about that close to tears like crying he like, have a stroke. Uh, yeah. it, it, he couldn't sit it, still it became like, look, I don't like this dick that made the comment. It started to become uncomfortable for me to watch it, and I was like, okay, now I really gotta watch it. I was like, dude, yeah, me too. I haven't seen it. I was like, I was like, you may just want to turn off your webcam and go home. Like, just, just. Well, every yeah. every single person that was commenting on that before felt Billy just said exactly how everyone felt. You know, yeah. absolutely called him out on all of his shit. Told him he was full of shit. His apology means shit, and. And that guy can go do whatever he wants. He, people are still going to buy ball pythons from him. He's still going to breed. That's his garage. But maybe maybe he did. I hope, because I'm always the optimistic person, that he actually did learn something from that. Who knows? So his ego may be too big. The kid's only been doing this since 2014, and he thinks he's hot shit. He may have some amazing snakes, but he's got a lot to fucking learn about how the reptile community works. Okay, all right. Let's, I, I, I got to bring a set. Let's have a stroke down there. The need to speak. So I'll, 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 on, let, I'll, I'll let Rob introduce Seth real quick, and then I'll bring him in. Rob, <laughs> Seth Huff Power with Huff Herbs. He's a gecko breeder out of San Antonio, right? Seth, come on. Yeah, what's up, Seth? What's up, guys? Okay, I just wanted to bring. I just wanted y'all to bring me on real quick while y'all were talking about the one-on-one thing for a specific reason. I met Chris. After or during the last NARBC, I guess was that last September? Yeah. Okay. That was the first time I ever met him, first time I ever lays eyes on him, first time I ever heard his name. We were at the hotel, and this is just classic. Like, whenever I saw all this shit go down a couple days ago, I was like, oh, well, this makes fucking sense. Because <laughs> we, we were standing outside, hanging out, you know, just doing the Saturday night thing, drinking beers, whatever. And his buddy that, we were that it was my wife and I and him and his buddy hanging out, talking outside the hotel. Well, I don't know what happened, what they have been doing, but his buddy literally passed out and hit the ground. Okay. And literally within minutes, this dude was ready to bolt. Like before anybody even was ready to figure out if his buddy was okay or not, he was like, 
all right, see y'all later, guys. I gotta go. Like that's not okay. Exactly. No, like, <laughs> no, exactly. Like it was so whenever I saw this shit go down and I realized who it was, I was like, Oh my god. All these light bulbs are going on. It makes perfect sense. But I just wanted to I just wanted to put my two cents in on that. You know, like uh, yeah, nothing to carry on. I just wanted to mention that because that that it was it was so like you know what I mean. Like, it was just, Shows I'll, give, I'll give my last my last bit on this guy, and then we'll go on to. I don't think uh, he deserves too much of our attention. To be no, honest. I, and, and really I, I, I guess I'll give more my bit. than he deserves because any publicity is good publicity, right? Unfortunately, I don't know. I don't know if you know Maria Rodriguez, but she likes your beard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So my last my last two cents on this guy, and it's not really on him. It's it's on the hobby and the reason I have the biggest issue with this. Um, we posted this uh, story on our on our Facebook group, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, shoot, there was someone that talked about wh- how we should probably not try and basically come at him with pitchforks and flames and and try and and get rid of this guy, which I get. I think it was Scott. That's what it was, Scott Borden. Uh, and, and I saw where Scott was coming from. The whole idea of, and kind of what Brian said, we just ignore this guy and it'll go away or whatever will happen. Um, maybe we don't all need to jump on and attack this guy. But I feel that the rest of the hobby needs to see that this is not all right. And I think if we just ignore it, they don't understand the the severeness of what he said and that he's not the only one. There have been a handful of people that have popped up and said, uh, he was right. And like I said, my issue isn't with what he said. I and mean, what he said was messed up. It's the fact that he said it in public. There was no reason for that. And if you didn't, he didn't want actually, him, he had to think about that whole thing and post that. Yeah. And, and, and what he down. We can use this as a learning opportunity and teach the other douchebags in our hobby that that's not okay. If they take anything from this, that's what we need to do is spin this positively. Because that's not how you treat people that are in our hobby, period. Nope. Exactly, and so that that, that was my issue. Well, and and again, if you don't want to house other people's animals in your house, I get that. I understand that that part of it. Uh, and if you do, like Sean and Bill and many other people did, that that I get that too. My like I said, my problem was there's no no reason to tell people you didn't want to do it. I mean, I don't think there was a line of people lining up to ask him to put their snakes in his house. That just wasn't happening. So. That's that's it. That's all I have to say. If you might, as we go through, if you might want to comment on it, that's fine. But it was a big thing this week on every fa- on every reptile Facebook group. So I just want to make one. I just want to make all our context. There was no one asking for it. He lives where in Cincinnati. Yeah. No, I don't care less, honestly. But I just want to make one thing clear. I do not do math. <laughs> I love okay, this. so can I be honest? When you posted a picture from Wish, I I didn't know what that was. The crack pipes? I didn't yeah. know what they were. The crack pipes. I know. I figured that out because I googled. I still can't believe someone. I mean, if they've ever seen you, like I said last night, you have teeth and and you're not a skinny guy, so you you don't do meth. Call me fat. The fuck? I didn't call you fat. I just didn't call you skinny. <laughs> No, so not a method. These cheeks have no room to talk. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fat. I'm big boned. Yeah, and, and for people who don't know what that's about, yesterday in one particular Facebook group, Sean made a very 
respectful comment to MJ about using his platform for good instead of giving this douchebag the room to apologize. And he told Sean to shut up, meth head, something, something. And that was it. So, and then he left the group like a coward, to be honest with you. Yeah. What a bitch. Oh, I also liked uh, Brian. And I'm not letting uh, MJ get away with what he did when he kind of backed this guy yesterday and the post yeah, he kind of made. Billy, Billy jumped in too. Billy said the same thing to him that he wasn't. Yeah. He was pretty disappointed in the way he reacted. And you know what? I, I, don't, I don't follow MJ. I don't know. I, I've never seen his podcast. I, I know kind of what he does. I looked at some of his other videos. I see where he's going. And, and if he has his own demons, that's fine. We all have bad days, like he said. But, uh, like, I don't take that shit personally. It doesn't bother me. I just, I, I thought that it'd be a good idea. If he, he has that many followers and that he wants to do that, then do it to do what we're doing like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's try to make it a positive spin. Don't give this asshole any more fucking press at all. Don't give him right. any more. Okay. So. I'm, I'm going to interrupt you. Okay. Go ahead. I think that we should bring Tyler in first because this was kind we of his. Brought, okay. I know we did bring Seth in. You can kick me out. I can come back. I'm here. It's all good. <clears throat> yeah, let's bring Tyler in. <laughs> did James and Katie just freeze staring at each other? Yeah, yes. they did. Somebody <laughs> play some comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so romantic. <laughs> I don't know. Katie kind of looks like she wants to kill him. So That's her normal face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he probably pushed the wrong button or something. So let's see. Let's see who we got there. Joe Challoner. Uh, yeah, he's in Wisconsin. He was dealing with negative 30 temperatures or some shit like that. What's up, Joe? Hi, Kelly, Tracy, Mark, all you guys. I see Facebook user. That must be somebody that thinks I'm a meth head and blocked me or something. No, for like some reason, it doesn't show everybody. Katie's, Katie's sending messages. It looks like it's just them. They're out, they're out of commission for a minute. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't have any control of anything, so I can't bring anybody in or take anybody out. <laughs> so well, we're all screwed then, huh? Well, yeah. So did we just lose Robert? Seth, why don't you tell us oh, what shit. you experienced? Oh, no, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. okay. So yeah, um honestly. Yes, Maria, meth is the, is the key. I, I was a little bit or more unprepared than I really should have been, to be honest with everything. Uh, whenever I went shopping, I think Saturday during the day, I realized that the the meat was kind of running out. And I called Carrie and I was like, hey, is there anything going on that we need to know about? Because I don't watch the news ever. Like, I just deal with the geckos and do my thing and build cages. And, you know, I, I'm just in my own world most of the time. And... She's like, well, everybody's freaking out about this cold that's coming. I was like, okay, well, I'll get a little extra, you know, bottle of water and a little, you know, a little bit of extra ground beef or whatever. And came home and went about our business. And then I guess it was the Sunday that it really started, you know, I started paying more attention to things and realizing that we were really in for some really freezing temps. And Carrie mentioned, hey, we don't have a generator, do we? And we didn't at all. I had, you know, I have a backup battery that I run my incubators on, just momentary power power failure. And all oh, that I have, you know, we're in a, a pretty rural area. Uh, it, 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 it's 
very, very low possibilities of power, power outages. And so it's not, not something we really worry about very often. And so I went ahead and ran out the tractor supply right here in town, and they had one generator left that was fuel, that was gasoline only. They had two other ones that were propane and gasoline, which were like $1,000 a piece because they were dual fuel. And they had one gasoline only that I grabbed for 400 bucks. And that was the best $400 I've ever spent in my whole being messing with reptiles. Like, so I ended up not being out of power for a long period of time. Like I was it, but we ended up with, uh, you know, the rolling blackouts to where we were without for two hours at a time or an hour at a time. And if I had that generator, I, I thought I was good with my battery backup, even with the rolling blackouts. But after, a single day and night or, you know, a full 24 hours of the rolling blackouts, my battery backup was down to nothing to where by the end of the second, by the end of the first night, my battery backup was saying, you know, at the end of each rolling blackout, it was, it was out of power. And so luckily I had that generator that I grabbed and I was able to start running my incubators during the day. I would run my incubators on the generator during the blackouts and then let my battery backup recover so that I wouldn't have to run my generator all night long because my neighborhood wasn't on 24 hour power. So I, I didn't want to inconvenience my neighbors too much by running my generator all night. I, w- I was trying to limit it, you know, somewhat because our whole area wasn't in so much of a bind that everybody was needing generators for, for heat. But, you know, obviously with the cold blooded animals, we, we had a different circumstance, but, uh, I ended up with zero losses. Uh, my, my reptile room stayed exactly the temp I needed to do the whole time. My incubators didn't fluctuate any at all the whole time. Um, I, I'm very fortunate, very, very, very lucky. Um, especially with the fact that I was pretty unprepared, you know, in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, I grabbed the generator right before the storm hit and I even grabbed my three gallons of gas, I think the Sunday morning. Or, 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 you know, it, it was like I was really, really, really cold, my pants down and still just skated by. Um, and then it was the Tuesday that I was kind of running out of gas. I went ahead and Carrie called around and found some fuel and I was able to get 14 gallons of gas, which I ended up not needing at all. But I had a. At the beginning of the whole pandemic, I had bought a 14-gallon uh, portable tank just to have, just to make sure I could go far distances, whatever, you know, just to have. And I went ahead and filled that up, and I ended up not needing that. But like I said, I was really caught my pants down. And what's up? There you are. Hey. <laughs> we, we've been listening. Oh, gosh. Uh, my computer froze completely, and we had to switch computers. We improved. We went ahead. Yeah. yeah, and you did great. You did wonderful. <laughs> I want to say something to what I want to say something to what Seth's saying. A lot of this is going to come up during this whole thing about how prepared people were. I never lost power. I had a generator. I had extra gas. I could. I have a gas furnace. I could have run fifty cords on my furnace. Whatever I needed to do, but I lost my Kaiser Eye. The project that I've been working on for seven years. The ones that I have tattooed on my arm. No because way. No, yeah, man. because I found them dead this morning. Because I think that either I don't know if the if the 
if the if they shifted the house, if something happened, but there was a cold draft coming through my door that's sealed completely in my reptile room. That's part of my house actually, um, and um, I, I may end up losing um, my monkey tails and my fimbriatus at this life. Um, I lost my. But see, this is the thing: is they don't. What people don't understand is I never lost power. I have HVAC in my main house running to that room. I have a baffle switch that I can turn off and on electronically and keep. And I have. Oh, Sean froze now. Oh no! Well, that's. I think that's worse. Just leave both off, James. Yeah, (laughs) we're leaving both off. Uh oh, Sean has a funny face. Did I? Ha- I had a funny face when we froze, didn't I? Oh yeah, I took a, I took a picture. I'll send it to you. Damn you, Robert! <laughs> <laughs> I just said you looked like you were going to kill James. My mom texted me and was like, "Are you okay? What happened?" <laughs> All right, well, well, Sean, Sean will come back. In. Sean will come back. So, oh my goodness. Well, like Sean was saying, I, I realized he, at one point when I was, you know, I, I had to open my window to run the generator. <laughs> extension cord into my gecko room upstairs and at one point i realized that i had a little bit of a draft coming across and one of my racks i had actually unplugged in the process of getting everything in in the process of getting my incubators unplugged or plugged in so even when my power was on in the intermittent times that one rack was completely off so i'm kind of a little bit concerned about that rack, and it's a pretty important rack. It's a lot of, you know, up-and-coming, ready-to-breed, fat tail females that are just ready to, you know, about to ovulate. So I'm be watching that rack pretty close. But it was only, like, a 12-hour period that they were unplugged, and my gecko room overall was staying positive, you know, well, 70 plus. But that rack is right by the window. So I'm hoping that, you know, those girls are okay, but yeah, like Sean's saying, we're going to have to really have a lot of repercussions here in this next week. Y'all were talking about, you know, watching your stuff for our eyes with as low as they got, especially those babies. You know, that's, that, there's well, going to be a lot. Did you guys, did you guys see Dave Coffin's post today? I did. And I was going to bring that up after we got everybody else in. Okay. That, that, that's fine. Yeah. I saw it. All right. So we're going to Max is now. screaming at us to bring him in. <laughs> Bring right, let's bring uh, I bring Sean back real quick. Sean. Hey, Sean. I think my router just reset, so I'm on my my uh, hot spot. So hopefully I still have connection. But yeah, so sorry. Kinda. What? You kind of have a connection. Is it bad? No, it's it'll it'll be fine. James is being an ass. Not being an ass. What, what is he not? What is he not? <laughs> His lips are moving. Um, He's probably. Oh yeah. So I thought everything died, but yeah, no that that that's probably um, that's probably the worst that I've had to deal with, and, and that sucked because of the little crack in the door. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that that's yeah. heartbreaking for me. Um, but that's nothing compared to having your ceiling cave in on me. I mean, like seeing the damage is just ridiculous, and people losing animals, but. It's going to be rough. Okay, so do we want to bring in Max or just let Max suffer? Well, this was Tyler. Uh, Usher, Tyler comes in. Suck this was Tyler's idea. He's a grown-up now. So All right, so go ahead and introduce yeah. Tyler. He's a grown-up now. He is. He had a birthday. He did. He's a grown-up. Robert, go ahead and introduce Tyler. Uh, we'll bring in Tyler Colley with Gecko World Austin now, who was the brainchild that came up with this whole thing. He sent me a message 
day before yesterday and said, hey, why don't you guys think about doing this? And so I picked it up and ran with it. And, and of course, he's the first one I asked if he wanted to be on. And uh, he accepted. So, hey, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? Good. So, um, for us, we were Tyler, not there. Hold on, hold on. Audio issues. Is there feedback so, yeah. for anybody else? I think Tyler, Tyler doesn't have headphones on, so we're getting the feedback on Tyler. Oh, yeah. you turn your volume on your computer down, and that should fix it. He's got headphones. He's putting them in. Oh, well, if he has his headphones, it'll be good. <laughs> there you go. Can you Say something, Tyler. Yes. There we go. You have to speak. You have to, like, call up. Uh, there we go. Oh, okay. We're all together now. All right. I knew this was going to happen. That's okay. Like, had so like, prepared too. Bring Tyler on. He's an adult. You know, I I got in trouble for never mind. I'm not going to say what I did, but gave him a, an adult what? beverage when I thought he was. Well, I thought he was like 19 or 20. I gave him a beverage and it was adult beverage, and he was like 15, and I didn't realize it. And <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I had like I had at least four years on him that didn't belong there, and I, I'm like, how? I thought he looked young. I don't know how y'all thought he was because he's very mature, and he but he, puts he up with all of us. But he he's looks like he's twelve. No, <laughs> I'm trying to grow the beard out. Hopefully, it helps. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Max, Max you can't just see it. I'm blonde, so. Um, for right, Tyler, tell us about your experience, Tyler. It was pretty fortunate through most of it. Um, we had a propane heater in the reptile room for whenever we had the rolling blackouts, but dad's house with the reptile room is actually right in front of the water treatment plant in our city that was down. So, um, we had power on our lines cause they were trying to get them up. Um, but he also, all of his pipes are frozen. I'm pretty sure he got water back finally today. Um, other than that, we've all been in boil notice in my city. It's been rough. Um, so far, I haven't had any losses on my animals, but we're still checking them really closely. That's good. I mean, no losses. That that's the uh, I mean the oddity out of most of the people. Most of the people probably had losses here. Uh, I know when we get to Max, Max had Max had it rough, so we'll we'll save Max for last. Plus, it's fun to make him sit no, there and wait. What? You're not gonna yeah, wait. <laughs> Max's head might explode, or he might just leave. Oh <laughs> Oh, well, good. I'm glad, Tyler, that y'all didn't have, have much loss. That's good. Yeah, it's uh, definitely been really great for us, but the, all the orders are stacking up on feeders and you can go out for people. It's hard right now. Oh, by the way, Seth, thank you for helping that guy out. That was actually funny. There was a, a lady that I'm in one of these marketing groups uh, that we do like event marketing, and one of their members reached out and said they had a bearded dragon and needed feeders, and Seth took care of them for me. They were in bronze. So I appreciate that. He reached out to me about that. I let him come check out the whole collection. I blew his mind, dude. They got yeah, yeah. He's already he's already geeking out and ready to go to the show. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He said he's going to give you some, some, some eggs out of the garden. So Yeah, I'm still waiting on that. He was supposed to come by today with the fresh eggs, and he slacked on me. Nice. All right. So let's try to get everybody in here. Who we want to bring in next? Let's not bring Matt. Bring Corey. In. Calm down. We're not bringing in Matt. We'll bring Corey. We'll bring Corey in. All right. So we've had Corey on here before. It's Corey Martin from Corey Martin Reptiles. If I can get the screen to allow me to click on her face, here we go. Maybe there we go. There we go. Yay. Hey, Corey. <laughs> so I was I was following Corey's 
adventures over this last week on Facebook. I know it was rough for you. Yeah, I don't know that following's the right term. I'm pretty sure stalking. I didn't stalk for you. you no, because you would tell me what happened to her. You were pretty close to stalking. You would tell me what happened to her. So I will say it's a it's the first time I've ever seen a bathtub filled up with snow on purpose. That was amazing. That was brilliant. That the was amount awesome. of snow you had to collect to fill that bathtub was amazing. Oh, it took a long, long time. And I have bathtub all melted too. It was amazing. We spent an entire day boiling snow, melt it down, um, to, so that we could flush our toilets. But yeah, so we we started losing power um, Sunday night into Monday morning, and uh, it started when the rolling blackout started. We had turned our fireplace on overnight because we were worried that if the last fireplace we turned, we would start it again if we didn't have it going, and um, we lost natural gas overnight. So like the fire went out and. Fortunately, we got up and noticed it, but we dodged a huge bullet there. Like our house could have potentially filled with gas. Um, but we, we, uh, went, I, it didn't even occur to me that natural gas might fail. Um, that one was a, a huge surprise. But we, we started what were supposed to be rolling blackouts. And um, by about nine o'clock in the morning, we just kind of got stuck in off. And um, in addition to not having power, um, you know, cell phone service wasn't working for us. Um, it was, it was just, it was a huge mess. We, we, I think went about two days where we maybe only had a couple of one hour windows of power being on and really quickly trying to, you know, get everything taken care of before it shut off again. Um, we did not have a generator. My, uh, my reptile room got down to about, 55 degrees, which is actually kind of amazing that it wasn't any lower. It's on the second story of my house. So um, that kind of helped us a little bit with heat rising up to the second floor. Um, I had a UPS backup for my incubator. You know, obviously that was gone after about an hour. Um, I, I had one clutch in there. Pretty sure that's gone. It's still in there just in case there's a chance, but I don't think there's much of any chance. Um we, you know, we covered all the rats in the garage with sleeping bags um, to try to save some heat for them. It, um, it was, yeah, it was just, it was, it was terrifying. Um, my husband and I spent a night after that first night with our gas fireplace. We spent the next night basically sleeping in shifts so that we could keep our gas fireplace on all night to get for some kind of heat. Um. Next day, we lost water, too, and so that's when we started boiling snow. Um, we have I, I have four kids, so there were six of us in the house, and that's a lot of toilet flushes we had to, to get through. Um, so, we, you know, we got through all that. We, we lost the food in our fridge, but thankfully our freezers are okay. So my, my whole, like, you know, freezer full of feeders and stuff was fine. So that was good. Um, you know, I've, I've got... I've got a big box of, of feeders that was supposed to be coming in this week that I'm sure got stuck at FedEx somewhere. And so those are probably all going to be toast when they get here. But, um, you know, I, I, other than, other than the, that clutch, um, in my incubator, I lost, you know, a handful of rat pinks, but that was about it so far. Um, I had a feeling my carpets were going to be okay because they can kind of do colder temperatures anyway. 
but I was a lot more nervous about the ball pythons. Um, and so far, like knock on wood, everything's okay. They look like they're doing all right right now, even though they had extended periods at, at low temperatures. Um, I have a friend in another state who's sending me some Batril so I can have that on hand in case I have any signs of RI. I can, you know, start that really fast. Um, yeah, if it's, we totally let it mellow. Um, but, but we have six people with a poop going on, so it. Oh, it when you have to bring Max in. Oh, Max is having some frozen yeah. toilets. Yeah, we'll bring, we'll bring Max in last. He'll bring, he can talk yeah. about his poop last. Because <laughs> Drew, Drew's been sitting there quiet waiting, and yeah. Max took forever to get his computer, his camera ready. So it's Max's fault. Yeah. So, so. water and power. Um, you know, it's all things considered. You know, it was it came out pretty okay. Um, you know, every time we got power back on, I was like frantically texting of Maria and Jack and Heidi and Rob and like, everyone I could think of how they were doing. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it, it's it's been it's been stressful. So. We're, but we're definitely okay. have people. Yeah, you definitely have people that have been following and yeah, and wishing you well with all yeah. the craziness. How how yeah, have the kids handled all of this? Like, so so I have I have my older two boys both have autism, and um, we had one day where it got to be a little too much for one of them and had a big meltdown. But overall, um, they you know the kids were actually like total troopers um, awesome. and. Yeah, and they, they did really well. So I, I was super proud of them. Good. Uh, yeah. 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 Me too. So stressful <laughs> is definitely a good word to capitalize this last week for everybody. Yeah. 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 It was like, you know, trying to make the decision of like, am I, are temperatures cold enough now where I need to start bagging everyone up and moving them elsewhere? You know, there's no like clear line when you hit that point. And so it was like, you know, constantly trying to figure out like, are, are we there yet? Is now the time, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. It's exactly um, how we were when we first found them. Rachel and I were, it got really tense actually between the two of us. Cause we're both kind of like, well, it's 50 degrees in here. We've got to do something. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't tell anybody earlier is my generator was in storage. I didn't get it because I didn't expect to lose power. Well, my right. storage is a mile from my house. It didn't have power either. And it has electric gate. Well, um, that's, that's another thing that I want everyone around the country to understand. Texas did not, not the people, the people of Texas did not expect their entire power grid to shut down. Right. And so where, whereas someone anywhere other, any other state, your power grid expands dozens of states. Texas power grid expands Texas. Yep. And when it fell apart, it fell apart. And it it, it yeah. shit the bed on everybody. I, I read a thing that said that we were... We were, seconds to, we were seconds to minutes away from a collapse that would have shut the entire state down for months, they said. Yeah. And when they started shutting off the grid, they were able to save it. Uh, so it was really close to being a whole lot worse than what it was. Well, yeah, because rolling blackouts turned into blackout blackouts. Yeah, really, oh, yeah. really fast. And it, it surprised me just like the burden was not equitably shared. Like some people you know, had nothing and because they were close to key infrastructure or whatever. And then other people were like almost entirely without power. And it was like, no one knew going into that, like where you would be in it. And no one knew that it was going to be long-term. And it was just the lack of, the lack of, you know, communication and and all of that through all of this. Cause like, we just didn't know what was happening. 
Well, the crazy thing is, too, Rob, I know y'all are close to Houston. I I have a friend that lives just outside of Houston, and she posted a picture of downtown Houston all lit up. Oh, yeah. Bright and, you know, just burning electricity away and blackout all the way from her until the till downtown. You know, like it just things didn't make sense, you know. Yep. They, the, the stadium for our, our daughter's school district, they have a huge stadium that like five high schools share right near us. You can see the lights from here. It was on the whole time. They had and power, there's a car dealership the neighborhood in the that it's in the middle of. Yeah. Wow. The car dealership in the front of the neighborhood had power. The whole parking lot was lit up. And meanwhile, people freezing, freezing death in their houses. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Let's go ahead. Robert, you want to introduce Drew? Yeah, uh, so next we'll bring in Drew Schulz. Schulz, I think is how you say it, right, Drew? Uh, Drew has the Learning Zoo, which is in Conroe. I've been up there once. Drew's bought a couple of uh, uh, mouse and rat racks from me. Um, I didn't get to go last time. I had one of my guys deliver it because I just couldn't get away. But he's got a very, very interesting thing going on up there, and we'll let him tell his story of what kind of what he does and then what he experienced. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Uh, the racks are great, by the way. I uh, love them. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So we, um, I, I did my best to prepare, uh, did, you know, a little bit here and there, moved plants inside, moved outdoor animals inside. Um, you know, we have kind of a little bit of everything. So I had to go out and winterize the pig shelter and get, uh, straw in there for them. And then brought in iguanas, tortoises, all that. And I put pretty much everything in one room so that I could keep that, uh, as warm as possible, uh, put a blanket up over the door, double paned window, that all of that, just so we could try to keep everything um, as warm as possible if the power went out. But I, I don't have a generator. I uh, did not have the chance to get one. And I had a propane heater that was my brother's house. He brought it over Tuesday afternoon after I'd already gotten power back. So we could have been a little bit more prepared, but things worked out, uh, thankfully. Um, I lost power Monday morning around 1030 and didn't get it back until 1 a.m. on Tuesday. So 15 ish hours. Um, and I was, you know, I was tracking temperatures and keeping an eye on everything. It got down to 49, uh, in the, the room I'd put everybody in. And I had, you know, tortoises in there. I had, uh, snakes, geckos, bearded dragons, um, pretty much everything. Uh, in there, and then I had my feeders out in their room off of the garage, but I wasn't really worried about them. Um, but yeah, we we got down to about 49, um, and then came back. I was expecting to lose power again at some point. Uh, you know, even now, knock on wood, it's kind of like I'm expecting the lights to go off any minute that I, you know, think yeah. about it. But no, we, we've been lucky since then. Uh, power came back on and other than the, the well tank freezing over and not having running water until it thawed out a little bit more the next day, we were good. I was able to, you know, heat some water, uh, if I needed to for, you know, just like general stuff. I was able to get the space heater in that room running to get everyone back up to normal temperatures. And thankfully I didn't have anything in an incubator. Um, I had, a bunch of quail chicks that hatched about three days before this. And I was convinced I was going to lose half of them when the brooder went out, but somehow they were all fine. Like they, they must've all huddled together and uh, kept warm, which was good. I, uh, 
if I had had this happen four days earlier, they would have all died in the egg. Um, so honestly, I'm just grateful that things went as well as they did, considering, you know, how bad it could have been. But I also don't have anything super sensitive, you know, like I, I don't have any green trees or dead geckos or anything really delicate. Well, Drew, you also do your wife, girlfriend, what is she, fiance? Yeah, fiance. Um, you guys have, uh, you also sell feeders also, right? Yeah, yeah. So we have so, our, our feeders all in a, a room off the garage. We've got, uh, quail, rats, mice, dubia, and we keep our sugar gliders out there too, because otherwise they make the house smell terrible. Um, <laughs> but other than the, the roaches, I wasn't super worried. Uh, like that room's insulated. Um, I had a heater going on in there until the power went out and I, I checked it. It got down to about, 45, 50 degrees. Uh, and the next morning it was, it was warm in there again and the, the roaches were fine. Like I, I checked and I couldn't really believe it, but they were all like, they were sluggish, but they were moving around. I didn't have any mound of dead insects in there. Um, and then all the, the warm blooded stuff did just fine. That's, it's just crazy that, you know, none of us knew how to prepare for this. That's, that's the weird thing. Like, yeah. We all figured what the things we have in place will work for winter. Well, and the thing is, is we were prepared for what we thought we were getting yeah, for winter. And then when the shit hit the fan and everything changed in a matter of an hour, we realized, Oh crap, we're not ready. Yeah. And yep. like at that point though, I mean, at one point we tried to walk to the grocery store because yeah, we were going to walk a mile and a half. Cause I was like, I don't know if we can drive there. Cause I mean, we weren't prepared. So, yeah, I, I didn't leave my house for four days after this until the, the roads melted a little bit just because I didn't need to and I didn't really want to go anywhere. Well, that's yeah. another thing I think people outside of the South can't understand. When we talk about snow and ice on the roads, it's not the same as like the night before they laid down salt and they came out and they plowed them. There there was snow and the ice on the roads for days. Like the, it, There yeah. were some tracks, and if you had a big truck, you could get through them. But if you're in a little car, it's not really worth the risk to end up in a ditch, and a lot of people – ended up in ditches i mean mm -hmm. and in reality before all this went down there was the horrific thing that happened in fort worth on the interstate from just yeah. a little bit of ice yeah. i'm sure that texas Six probably said killed. the same thing yeah, yeah i mean that 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 whole wreck was just a tiny bit of ice that had nothing to compare what came a few days later I mean, right our our city pineville and alexandria both put out an alert that said, "If you end up in a ditch, we cannot." Yeah, the sheriff's the sheriff's deputies will not be there. They can't. They were get like, to you. "You are stuck until." Yeah, the, who knows there was a when. picture in in Austin right there about where Tyler's mm -hmm. at. Just cars piled up on cur on curve, you know, on a hilly curve where just road these vehicles just can't handle it on these icy roads. You and know? recently, yeah. as this morning, we had ice this thick on the road in front of my house. That's right. Wow. Same for us. It just and, and they just don't have the equipment to deal with it. Uh, well, we yeah. saw, I saw a video locally of an 18 wheeler that had to end up actually ended up getting pulled up an incline on our highway by a big, like, I got a diesel pickup truck because the 18 wheeler couldn't get the traction to get up the truck up the hill. I was like, yeah, these 18 wheelers driving around like nothing because I'm sure up north they can drive around and deliver stuff. That's fine. And they get down here. I'm like, you can't just keep driving like you were in Virginia or in no, Ohio. Nobody here has chains to put on their wheels. I mean, no, we have chains no. for pulling you out of a ditch, but we don't have chains to put on our tires. Yes. And so the so. other thing I think that is, is different with how this went is so like our 
whole supply chain got thrown off because of the roads not being driven. So like grocery stores are empty. Like you can't Mm -hmm. get food still. You can't gasoline. Like my whole area is under a boil notice. And like, you know, you, good luck finding water. I mean, my water is blue and chlorine, but like, I can't find bottled water anywhere. Yeah, Um, There's none of that in Louisiana that I saw today. There's no milk. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. So let's go ahead and finally bring in Max. (laughs) Get sat there nice and calm. So we just had Max on the podcast. (laughs) Everybody should be familiar with Max from Max's view on YouTube. Uh, I, I think probably out of all of us, uh, Max, you probably had it the worst of all of us. And that's one reason I wanted to wait and bring you in. Um, because I want you to be able to tell everybody what happened to you. It, it was, it was, it was heartbreaking to have to watch every post you made over the last week. Hey, um, Oh, Hey, I get the whole screen. So <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. So yeah, I started off on the, on my back foot already because before Abilene ran out of water and shut down the whole water system, the park behind my house shut down all of its water or it started breaking lines. And so they shut down my water. So I get a call the night before everything started escalating that things were already bad for me. And then uh, I wasn't able to work. I took some photos and I would share some things, you know, the water in my bathtub and toilet froze. And I had space heaters because last week I've got a twin split system. And that went out. And so, and what what really sucks is I'm about a month away from moving to a place that has a backup propane heater with better better central heat. And so I I kind of, I felt really personally prepared for my own safety because, you know, there were six people in my county who died just from the cold. Uh, one One man passed away in his recliner and his wife was right next to him. And she's in the hospital here now. And so I felt personally prepared. I had the clothing for me. I I had, you know, I, I was prepared for myself. But as far as the added element of the animals, I brought all of them inside. And uh, myself and all the mammals, we, we ended up sleeping in the bed together. And, you know, I would text people photos of, you know, my situation because it was the three dogs, the two cats, uh, the piglet. <laughs> and 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 then the rat broke out of his cage and I woke up and uh, I woke up Monday morning with a rat by my family drool, jewels which was um but I, I mean and all the animals were just cool with it and just keeping each other warm but you know I couldn't exactly bring in my rattlesnakes and you know put them against my chest and um but I took you know pretty heavy losses you know animals that I had rescued animals that I've put on my channel and made videos on, you know, my bearded dragon that I took around in a limo, you know, I, I lost her. And, and so animals that over the week after it it happened, uh, Monday or Tuesday, the days are kind of blurring together, but then it was breakers were blowing in my house, trying to run space heaters. If you could see all the extension cords, I've got them running across the house and, and then I couldn't, I couldn't even work throughout the week because I was sitting there trying to maintain things around the house and I couldn't run the computer and the heaters at the same time and just trying to, and so any room that didn't have a heater 
became frozen. And so my priority was obviously the animals that remained when I got more consistent power. And I always started cooking rooms to, you know, 80 degrees just to if when I lost power again, that way there was more to, you know, more heat to lose. And so, you know, certain things were always kind of on my list, such as a generator and such as, you know, gas heaters, different things like that. And it was, I'm a slow nickel kind of person. So it was tough put those things were kind of put off because I wasn't expecting it quite yet. I wasn't expecting it quite yet. And it's, you know, I, because I was trying to make advances at different places in my life that I didn't think I'd need a generator or if I did need a generator that I would have a, even if I didn't have a chance to go get them, I just didn't expect this in the winter. And so it was a lot of shoulda, woulda, couldas. And you sit there and I know a lot of people share the feeling of, you can't help but feel like overwhelmingly guilty because whether, you know, these animals relied on you and these animals, you know, kind of you were their caretaker. And so you sit there and you wrestle with that. And that that was something that I wrestled with throughout the week because I didn't have power. I didn't have work to do. I was stuck at home and uh, Burke and the kids are over at her parents. And so you sit there and that's all you can think about. You think about, each animal you lost, you think about, you know, what you should have done, what you could have done. And, you know, hindsight's, I guess, 2021. And you just kind of get stuck in that rut of, you know, what you, sh- you know, should have, could have, would have done. And then you know, my my last video or one of my most recent videos, um, first of all, my most recent video is a $700 litter box. I don't want anyone to think I went out and bought that right before a blizzard. Yeah, that was a birthday present that somebody happened upon me and I was I wanted to make a video because why not? We love bioactives. We love doing less work for the animals so we can spend more time with them. So I don't want anyone to go, who's Max? Oh, well, why is he buying litter boxes before a blizzard? But before that, there was the why do reptile show videos suck? And the big thing that I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to show and wanted more people to showcase in the video. And what, despite all of this, I think has really been brought out is a community aspect of the reptile community. Because my, my favorite my favorite reptile show video is Danny Mendez is when he came down to Texas to film the Herbs because he does talk about that. I believe at that time, Sean had donated a bunch of money to Autism speaks autism walks walk for autism something like that and um and that's another point i wanted to touch on is one of the animals that has survived is a hog nose that was dominoes and i named it domino and you know sean even before this foundation has been doing amazing things for this community for a long time for a very long time and so i think it's i i love that snake and you know it's I think it's a huge testament that it survived because it's even though now the foundation is at the forefront and you, you there's a lot of attention on it now. It's like not everything has gotten attention. Jay and Tanya, when they had the hurricane and that's uh, and I think a hurricane is a great example because at, has anybody looked at somebody from Katrina, Hurricane Laura or anything and said, oh, well, you should have been better prepared. We actually you know, got that. 
exactly we we actually yeah people like people tell us that all the time and i'm like but but we were as prepared as we could be exactly and so you you still have to remember that this this stuff infrastructure is only so set up for the for these kind of situations and we didn't know that we were going back to pioneer times but I love the community yeah. aspect. I love seeing all of that. And immediately, you know, that that's what kind of was my immediate thought process. And I called Sean because if I know I'm going through stuff like this, I want to help people as as quickly as possible. I want to help people not kind of go go through the same stuff. And so that was my immediate process. And so when I got the message from... uh the message last night, uh, let me pull it up. So Josh had messaged me and he said, Hey Max, I wanted to touch base because you were nominated as a person to help with our fundraiser. And I was like, okay, well, how can I help? And then I started reading it and I had to go back. I was like, wait. And so I, I was one of the recipients of that and it kind of blew me away. I, I first of all, whoever nominated me, thank you. That is because it, it's, it's not one, one tenth of what I, the, well, I'm not even going to say that because the monetary aspect of those animals don't matter. But it's, you know, but just the fact that I never imagined myself being a recipient of the graciousness of the community. And it, I was floored. And, you know, I called my brother and I was supposed to go to bed at 11. I ended up being so happy. I played Call of Duty with him because I had power and I'm just talking with him and, you know, and um, it happened the first probably few- very good for your soul, too. Oh have yeah, that kind of break from everything. Oh yeah, well, and see, I've uh, as f- I on a personal level, I I I had a beer last night, and I was like, great, I don't have to worry about dehydrating. You know, I have plenty of bottled water, but I also had the the life straw. You know, be- so before I got the bottled water, before I could leave the house, I was melting down snow, and then I would just suck it through this little life straw, and then I'd put it in the baggie and I'd give it to the geckos because I still want them to have the cleanest water, and you know, it was. And the dogs, they just ate the snow. But, but yeah, it's, it was, you know, I felt prepared. I've got canned goods. I've got MREs that I, my dad gave me some time ago. And so, yeah, it was, it was just a whole nother aspect of it. And, yeah, I'd, over the long term, I think, is what I'm wanting to focus as I build everything back up is, you know, being prepared for something to go wrong for the long term, you know, because I feel like I owed it to the animals and I owe it to whatever animals I owe in the future. I well, think one thing I learned a lesson from all this, like going forward, you know, I, I think everybody has learned a lesson, not just in Texas, but community wide that, you know, you can be as prepared as you want or as as possible but you still need to just always have have backup backup plans in place as well kind of well and one thing i wanted to bring up everybody talks about being prepared so there was a post today by dave kaufman uh who lives in minnesota that's an area where they're prepared for ice and snow and all this and and Two days ago, three days ago, Dave was offering to help people in Texas, send heat packs, help people out. Um, and then was it yesterday he woke up to his house being 40 degrees because his power went out. And 
he ended up all of his all of his snakes is, were fine except for all the snakes in brumation, and he ended up losing all but two bull snakes. He lost all of his hog noses, king snakes, every other bull snake. All of his colubrids died except for two bull snakes. So every colubrid project he had planned for years, he lost in one night. And that's a guy that I mean, he's prepared for this kind of stuff up there. But he the power went out while he was asleep. He woke up and it was forty degrees. And so I mean, even best laid plans, shit still happens. Yeah. If you know Dave or you follow Dave, you know that colubrids are really his thing. And and for him to lose those bull snakes, he had some beautiful bull snakes. And uh, you could just, just reading the post from him, it was almost hard to finish it because, yeah. you know, knowing what a great guy Dave is, it, it, it was rough. And see, it's, it's weird on the YouTube aspect kind of opening up about that kind of stuff because you do want to share that but at the same time the last thing you want is to be judged and you know i've especially like among my peers i've haven't had one bit of judgment and that's kind of where i would rather have the judgment is you know because i want i want people to hold me accountable and say hey uh let's do better but i haven't gotten a bit of that because the overwhelm because I wouldn't give that to anyone because nobody could have expected the weather to turn like it did. And so for Dave to make a post like that, it's the, the whole YouTube, Instagram, Facebook thing, you know, we all want to show our best face. And so to show our failures, you know, you, it, it, I, I've made so many posts that I've turned around and deleted. I recorded a video that I said, no, I'm not going to make this video. And trying to talk about the situation and you kind of find yourself at a loss for words. Well, and, and I don't, and, and you said earlier, when it comes to something like this, I don't see this as a failure. I don't see anything that's happened to any of y'all or to Dave as a failure. It, it's, it's bad luck. It's really bad luck. And it's one of those things that when you're keeping live animals, something like this can happen. The problem is it just happened to a lot of people all at one time. Um, you know, and real quick, I'm sorry. And if my audio is messed up, one of the biggest things that I've taken away from this hobby over the years is a lot of people are like what Max is saying. They don't want to share their failures. Um, this isn't a failure by anybody in, in, you know, in particular, anybody's fault, but we don't talk about our losses. And, and, you know, I, I posted something a few years ago about feeding my Aki's crickets that were on some succulents that nobody knew were toxic and it killed my whole, th- my whole colony of Aki's. Um, oh. People don't talk about that, but that can be used as a learning experience going forward. And I think having this out there to show what we can do to be better, more prepared. I mean, obviously this is not normal. Um, but there are things that we do get cold. You're going to lose power. Things happen, you, you know, uh, hurricane season and, and storms, you're going to lose power. So I, I think we can take from this a little bit of that too. you know, um, have a backup plan. Like Seth said too. a lot of people I saw that were on groups that have one bearded dragon or one ball Python were, were saying that they're getting down to the forties, go sit in your car and run the heater for a couple of hours, wait for the power to come back on. There's, there's things you have to do outside the box. You have to think of that way, get hot water and bottles to come in coolers. There's, there's a lot of that stuff. And I know Max, um, a couple of other people and I talked about this and James Bergoli brought this up that I'm going to get with Max uh, maybe this week and try to do some of that stuff. What are trip tips and tricks to take care of your animals in a situation when this comes up? Um, and, but, but 
again, you know, this is something we can take and, and turn into a positive thing. Um, it's still devastating and we're not done. It's going to take a while to recover from this. Um, but we can, you know, talk about this more open. It, it sucks when you lose an animal um, that you've spent so much time and effort working on a project or something like that. Yes, it's an animal. And the more that we understand that these aren't dollar signs, that these are actually living creatures that we're in charge of taking care of. That's right. We need to be back on that level instead of seeing selling skin. You know what I'm saying? You're selling skin. That's not what you're selling. You're selling a live animal that person's responsible for caring for. Show those mistakes that we've made before. It can teach the new generation of, of up and coming hobbyists what not to do, you know? Absolutely. No, there's there's definitely changes that I know I'm going to be making going forward that, you know, things like making sure I have a generator on hand. I was definitely like a cocky Texan going into this, like, hey, I don't need to worry about this. I'm not in hurricane areas. Like, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, it's, it, it was a it was a sucky lesson to learn. But um, I'm definitely going to be changing some behaviors. I'm going to be making sure that I have enough bags for every animal in my collection. Um, that happened with Rachel and I. Yeah, just some of those little things that I just, you know, thought I didn't have to worry about. Just imagine if it would have been peak season for you, Corey, and you'd have had a full. I know. know. Thank God. I've got I've got got fifty eggs cooking right now that I was just like, oh my god, you know. I'm just into the the beginning of the season, but we've already got quite a bit cooking. Yeah, Rachel. Rachel and I had snakes in snake bags, in pillowcases, in delips, and uh, yeah. totes. We just we put them in anything we could find because we thought we had enough snake bags, and we had we moved about forty seven snakes, and we only had about thirty snake bags. Come to find out, Robert, how's that? How's that one clutch looking? You said you had one clutch cooking that was like a, a we, we we pulled it out yesterday and took the pressing seal off because it was time and it looks good. It's dimpled. It's the eggs are they still feel white. Right. It, yeah. They feel right. It got down to sixty four oh. in the incubator when we found it. It was sixty four in the incubator. Dang. So and we you know using hot water bottles it would get up to eighty eight eighty nine. A couple times it got up to like ninety three and Rachel would have to open the door and let it. Yeah, and then you get all kind of fluctuations going along with right. that. It was, there was Rachel. a lot of fluctuations. It was so stressful. I was damn near in tears trying to keep it yeah. somewhat constant. And I'm so yeah. grateful for the tips I did get. I mean, hopefully they survive. We'll find out in a couple of weeks. That, that's, that's the two things that saved me was my, you know, moving forward for anybody else that's trying to prepare for, you know, future things is having the battery back up and then obviously the generator to be able to let the battery back up re- recover. Yeah. That's where I. That's where I got screwed. Was once my battery died, I didn't have a way to get it back. Yeah, right. Yeah. There will be a lot of uh, whole home generators sold in Texas this year. Yeah. Yeah. Max just lose power again. Scheduled for Generac. We're ready to go. Yeah, it's uh the only reason we have a generator is because we live twenty miles from the beach. So when a hurricane hits, we get it for real here. So that's the only reason I had a generator. I had it serviced uh, during hurricane season. And when I put it in the backyard and got it set up, it would not run. It was so cold, I couldn't get it to start. So I actually went to Andy Sampson, uh, 6S and more. He's another vendor. Uh, He lives in the same neighborhood. 
I sent him a message and he happened to have some uh, carburetor fluids. So I did, I have some in my garage. My garage is not exactly what you would call organized and I couldn't find it. So uh, I went and got it from Andy and got the generator started, but it wouldn't run on, it would only run on half choke. Well, I knew that that wasn't going to last. And after about 12 hours, it fouled itself out, wouldn't run anymore. Mm-hmm. Luckily I was able to get my hands on another generator and it worked out, but um, you guys see Chad, uh, DBA Chad Petrish that is commenting. Chad's had it really bad. Chad's probably my most prolific customer. He's probably bought more racks for me than anybody. Chad lives in an apartment complex uh, on the west side, and they were without power, without water. They had a fire in the ne- in the unit next to him. Then they had the sprinkler system bust in the apartment complex and blow. I think he said it blew a hole in his wall. He sent me a picture earlier. All his they had to take all their snakes. He's got you know, 80 something snakes. They took them to Gina, uh, who is a rescuer. They, they do a lot with Gina. They took them to Gina's house and, uh, they, uh, they have ball pythons, boas. Uh, you see, he says it's bad. We, we, he and I've talked about it quite a bit, but they, uh, they, they had it real rough and they're still, uh, I don't know, Chad, you can tell us. I don't think you guys have electricity or, or water yet. Do you? I mean, he'll, he'll comment over there in a minute. Uh, I know earlier today he didn't have water yet. So there was a lot of people that had it a lot worse than me. Uh, and I feel, you know, blessed. Uh, oh, the fire department's blocking his building now. So he couldn't even get in. So yeah. Anyway, sorry. I got off on a, on a side tangent there, guys. He does have electricity, but no water. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. So, um, the community was just incredibly um, helpful. I there was a post in the the female herpers group, and someone told me how to get my fireplace going um, from a battery, and just that one little thing of like getting my fireplace going is probably what saved my collection. Um, wow. Yeah, because that was able to produce a little bit more heat. Um, yeah, it, I mean, little things like that through it, and then obviously the outpouring of support afterwards has been just pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really shown what this uh, what this community will do for one another. I mean, you know, we all saw it uh, um, with JT and his house fire, and uh, you know everything that's been several different things that's happened since. So what a uh, Every time I see you guys laughing, I have to go check the other chat. No, what? keeps showing up full blast. Yeah, I, the only way I can get Max to show up is is like this. His whole face. There well, it is. I think it's because he's in this chat twice. Crazy. And now his mic doesn't work, so he's just talking to himself. It's because nope, it's, we don't hear you. I think it's because there's two. Oh, if I add the other one, yes. So one is one is for I, volume. I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to interrupt. Since I get when? fussed uh-huh. at because I, I get fussed at for interrupting. Let's say when have you ever worried about interrupting, Katie? Hey, Come on. Hey, I'm trying to be better. Lent was Wednesday. It started. Y'all are uh, gonna make me break. Lent is in my belly button. Y'all are going to make this very hard for me for the next. Why are we, I, I want I want to say something real quick. Why are we not hearing from Rachel? I'm no. just listening to all of y'all. Sorry. <laughs> I get lost in the conversation. She's, she's just happy to be here. 
John Grant John actually Grant, said who's made we have it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, John Grant. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's another one who had a rough John. John and I were talking the other day. He's had a rough winter overall because, you know, they're in northern Oklahoma and they've been cold a lot. Uh, he's had a, he's had a rough time with his room losing power and stuff. Not outside of this, this whole thing. Oh, yeah. yeah this, this winter was rough for many before this storm came along. Yeah. So anyway, let's let Rachel say a little bit. Rachel, babe, you got anything to well, say? Babe, you told all our stories. You started them. I had to cut you off to even finish them. <laughs> no, welcome no, to my sorry. world. <laughs> I know, right? But, so, uh, Shannon James, I'm all set. It's all been stressful. Uh, so Rachel, coming up on the better side of Rachel, it. Rachel, Rachel, Katie, and Lori should do the poop podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> really, poop. I don't, I don't, so Rachel wasn't there that night, so she's not oh, aware of no. it. We're not James supposed to bring it up. Oh, my bad, if we, my bad. But if we bring this up, somebody else is going to steal it, so we're not allowed to talk about it on air, Sean. My were bad. you not paying attention that night? Probably not. We were probably at the other table. So, JT, John, John Grant, said uh, he hates it, hates it because he's up to 15 animals, losing 15 animals from the outage at oh, the end of no. December. And that, that's something that that's very important. What he just said there. He, Holy it cow! Happened in December, and he's still losing animals. And that's what's going to happen with with people here in Texas right now. And that's the, another thing that people don't realize from out of out of the area. Like it's going to be yeah. a long term issue. Yeah. Yeah. So Chris Burns, I'm not sure where he's located. Um, I just I see the post. Yeah, that's and that's another thing with space heaters is. You've really got to be careful, especially like Max. I don't know if you're even still on here or not, but he's not. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe he'll hear this later and we'll text him and remind him when you're plugging in space heaters, you've really got to be careful because of where you are in the room and whether or not they're going to spark. Northeast Oklahoma is where Chris is located. I, uh... I know. We definitely, sorry, James, I was going to say, we definitely worried about our space heater in the reptile. Definitely checking it. That was what I mean. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Rachel sounds like old Robert. Rachel also say Rachel has the <sighs> the old Robert internet now. Yep. <laughs> oh jeez. We, we're uh, gonna get you we're gonna get you wired headphones so that you can both be on the same computer. <laughs> hers are wired, but I couldn't get it to work. So you need a uh, splitter like I have. Mm-hmm. I planned ahead. Yeah. We'll uh, talk about that offline. <laughs> One thing I want to do: any of y'all have any of y'all put in any sort of like sprinkler system? Because I thought about at some point putting in a sprinkler system into my reptile room just for fear of house fire. Nobody would be a good idea. I just wonder how expensive that's got to be to put it all. This is something system. he's talked about probably for close to six months now. Problem with that is if you have tub and you do a sprinkler system and it fails, you're going to lose your entire collection to the flooding. To the drowning. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But like then Mike Brizzy, Mike Brizzy, like, his, uh, his, his, uh, collapsed. ceiling collapsed and drowned all of his rats. Oh, shit. I think he said he had two rats survive. Oh. I just, the, the, o- the other option is that my whole house burns down and that scares the shit out of me. Yes. Yeah. Especially with kids in the house. Well, yeah. And then, like, especially I mean, when like, all of our bedrooms are on the second floor. <laughs> 
Well, and after yeah. this past year, there were like two different people who had houses burned down because of all this, because of their collections. So I just, you know, our original post, it's funny. Our original question for the week was, uh, and it was last week when we were supposed to have Jay and Tanya on, but then Jay and Tanya, like all of us went through all this as well, being now over there in Texas, um, was what are certain things that you are not, that you should be prepared for, but are not prepared for. And then this happened. <laughs> and now we all know that uh, the next Ice Age, apparently, was one of the things we needed to add to the list. Yeah. Somebody needed to find Elsa from Frozen 3 <laughs> because we don't want that shit yeah. filmed in Texas. But it uh, it's just, I don't know how we could, like I said before, I don't know how we could prepare for this. And, and we had it with the, the hurricanes coming through this earlier, well, last year in 2020. You know, you sit here just going, God, I hope we don't get hit by something. Uh and so it, it's scary, but but then you think about every part of the country has something like that. I you think about California, those people that have wildfires, they can't stop a wildfire when it's coming. There's no preparing for that, no matter how much they try. Yeah. Um, so it's just I don't know. It's a scary thing, and I guess it's scarier for all of us because it's not just our lives. If, if it was if it was just us in the house, pack up in your car, go away. But but we can't do that. Yeah. I mean, that's like what Max said earlier. You feel guilty because you have all these animals that are relying on you. You have to make the decisions for the animals. They, they don't have that ability for themselves. But the really awesome thing is that we're all coming together. And I mean, we're going to get through it. It's going to suck every step of the way, but we're going to get through it. Well, that's, I, I worry about all the stories we're going to hear over the next couple weeks as they really start to come out. And, yeah. and, and I don't want to downplay the human aspect. There are a lot of people we're going to find out over the next week or two how many people have lost their lives due to this. I mean, it, cutting off power to entire cities is fine when, when it's us and we all have a way of somehow heating our house. But there were a lot of people who don't have that. No matter how much you're like, well, they need to be prepared. They didn't have the money to be prepared. And then all of a sudden you cut off their power. Um, right. I'm very scared about what we're going to see just in general of people across Texas and Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have, in Arkansas, I have friend, hold uh, on. In, in Arkansas, because Matt Littlefield will get pissed if I don't mention yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. We're here Matt, for you, Arkansas. Sad. All four of you. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All four cousins. Uh-huh. <laughs> friend who lives in an older part of Houston here who lives in an older house and he had a, you know probably 30 or 40 snakes in his collection and uh, he lost 90% of them because he had a standby generator he was at work when it started getting really cold because he was working at night and the generator didn't come on like it was supposed to and he has an older house it doesn't have great insulation by the time he got home it was in the upper 30s in his snake room and uh he sent me a picture last night of a tote full of dead snake. Oh. Uh, it was it was terrible. I uh, I just posted. I, I don't know who it is because it only says Facebook users. Like, unfortunately, I don't know who it is. But uh, they talked about being prepared for their betas. And I do as as the other day as the power would. Uh, there were multiple times where our power would just like oh. go down. This is Tony. Oh, is it Tony? Yeah, yeah we Tony. added him. To, Tony. We oh, added what? him to the group earlier. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Well, the betas make sense. But I thought it was who was, but yeah. I didn't. No, he's made a couple of yeah. comments yeah. about his you don't, fish. You definitely don't want to lose those betas. No. What's up, but, Tony? Uh, <laughs> but uh, as the every time the power in our house would surge down and back up, my ass would pucker. I was like, I'm just sitting there, like holding my house. I'm like, don't go out, don't go out. And then I would look at my like 55 gallon fish tank, thinking I lost fish. When the hurricanes came through and the house was warm and the tank got cold, I'm going to have 
popsicles if this happens again right now. And uh, it's like fish people. This had to hit fish people huge. The tarantula as well. Yeah. I mean, that's not what we're Looks like Tyler pretty much his entire collection. So, um, wow. And Maria, and Maria just posted that. We were talking about this yesterday. Her mom actually, they had to get their neighbor to the hospital. At first, she thought they were having, he was having a heart attack, but EMS wouldn't come out and pick him up. So they had to get him medical care. It was crazy. Mm. You know, I, I said I, a lot of the when we think about the general public will think, well, y'all are just talking about losing snakes, whatever the hell. And, and it may, obviously means more to us. If, if we lose our snakes, it means way more to us. But at the same time, I don't want to downplay again the people aspect. There, there were a lot of people uh, that this storm is going to change change their lives. And, and, and it's funny, this storm on top of COVID. I mean, it's. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is this is. This is, we've, we've had, in Louisiana, we've had two hurricanes, hurricanes. and this is our second winter storm. I know this is the second winter storm that Texas has had this year. Like, this is so unprecedented, and quite frankly, I'm tired of living through historic events. Like, let's just move on and be normal for a little bit. Um, Because... You know, I, I teach my fifth graders at school. Look, this is this is history in the making, and you know, I'm done yeah, being historical. I'm done. I'm done. Let's be I, regular. Uh, well, I messaged. I, be okay. I messaged Robert the other day. I said, "This is the first time I've ever said this, but God, I can't wait till summer." Yeah, <laughs> and I said, "No, I'm I'm good with spring. I fucking hate summer. Yeah, I'm not built for it. Spring spring will bring monsoons. The first monsoon to ever hit the yeah, south. He looks <laughs> horrible in the spring yeah. when everything starts to bloom and his allergies. Yeah, kick fuck pollen." Plant, I hate plant well. sperm. He doesn't do well. <laughs> well, I, next week the beaches are going to be seventy-five degrees. Yeah, well, I'll be at work. <laughs> and uh, you can always come we'll to Corpus. Corpus with you. And that yeah, is why I'm camping on the beach. Corpus. Is a- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, real quick, I know while we're on that. Real quick, Max is, and I talked. Um, I, I know that we're trying to you know, this thing where we're, we're raising money for everyone, but I know you guys have seen the news with the Sea Life Center in South Padre with the cold, stu- the cold, stu- um, the stunted uh, sea turtles. Uh, we're going down Monday to help the Sea Life Center with that for all week while we're down in Corpus. I think Max is going to try to make it down Wednesday to film that. So um, if you see that pop up and you want to donate to something else, that's a great um, outlet for you is to donate to the Texas Sea Life Center. Amanda and Tim and their volunteers do an amazing job. They've been friends of ours for, for years and years and years. Um, and so they're, a fi- I think she said five, they took another 56 in today. Another 56 sea turtles came in today. Uh, they've had five or 600 go through that facility in a week. Um, and they're trying to get them out as long as the water gets warm. So, uh, again, it, real quick, I know that it's kind of diverted. But if you if you want to donate something else, that that's a great thing. Because our we, we talk about our captive bred reptiles, but the native wildlife is, is suffering as well. Uh, native native animals in this area have never had anything like this either. So dealing with sea turtles and that many coming through is is absolutely mind boggling. So hey Sean, uh, move your head. Which way? Uh, either way. So that that sea turtle that's behind you that was photographed that uh, by Gary no. McCallie. Yep. Actually, yep. All, all those no. pictures. Those are all Gary's. Yep. From that's from the Texas Sea Live Center when they were recording a. Uh, or when they were releasing sea turtles. So they've been doing a lot of work for a long time. And that is what I want to, that is like an inspiration for what I'm trying to recreate when I make that video is that release right there. So, but yeah, that's, uh, I, I talked to Catherine before. So that's 
that's a Texas Sea Life Center seat. Yeah, that's part of my Gary Gallery. The rest of my big stuff is um, is all getting ready to be packed up and moved. But that's my um, that's one of my some of my collection from Gary. I also want to talk about one other thing that all this uh, this affected all most of y'all is there was a show planned for this past weekend um, that many of y'all no for like this tomorrow. Oh, that's right, Sunday. this weekend. Yeah. But many mm-hmm. of y'all were, I'm, I don't know what day it is anymore. Many of y'all were planning on being at, I know Sean was planning on being at, because it was a Herp show. Uh, and then Sean, y'all had to cancel it because it became a, a shelter, right? Yeah, we were kind of already on the fence when we noticed that the weather conditions weren't improving. Um, we figured that maybe we could get down there Friday and everything would be okay. Uh, we were going to make that determination Wednesday morning. We had spoken to several people about it, whether or not to go forward. Um, cause again, it's going to be a beautiful weekend in Texas. That's what's crazy. It's going to be in the mid sixties and seventies and sunny and no rain and beautiful, right? Well, um, they actually are using that as a shelter now and it's probably only going to be used for the next couple of days, but it's, but still it was like that, that helped make our decision uh, a lot easier. Um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of time and money and, and invested in that from each, each of the vendors that come to those shows. Um, so it was a big, it was a big hit to those guys. Cause I know some people needed those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep their families and and um, it was just it it really was it was the right decision regardless if they used it as a shelter or not. To be honest with you, yeah. And uh, I will say, being safe. I will say for the Corpus show, if it was any other show, that I would worry after this cold spell, I would worry about the health of the animals. But because it's herbs, I know that the vendors there are yeah. screened and that they wouldn't put an animal that is possible with R.I. out on their table. Nope. Yeah, yeah, you're not bringing up, any of our babies. Not here. bringing any. Well, you could yeah, end up seeing a lot of shows right now where people are trying to dump animals before they die. That's not going to happen no. at this show, but there are no. some shows where I would worry about that happening. <laughs> and yeah. and that's one thing I wanted to point out is that, that that's not going to happen at a Herb show because I've seen – sorry, my pig's knocking guys, over my mic. I have mic to step team. away for just a second, guys. That's I, fine. So I've seen the smallest complaint from a customer. Sean is at that table. And, you know, of, of course, when thousands of people are coming through, there's going to be some kind of complaint. Um, at at Conroe, they were looking for the guy in green to complain to. And and so Sean addresses that. He looks at it. He He is somebody that when he goes to defend you on – what is on your table, you know, cause if, if it sucks, he'll tell you, take that off, you know? Um, and so like, you know, that he's going to be there with his Hawkeyes looking at every animal. And the good, the good thing about it is that we, we have strong community and the Herps vendors that I don't have to do that as much. We weeded out those people who really could care less. Everyone kind of that we have, they know what's right and wrong. And that's mm. what we've tried to build, you know? So, uh, I really don't have to push it as much. If I see something that looks sketchy, I'll take care of it. But most of our vendors, 99% of our vendors know better than to do that. You know, they know either I'm going to get onto them or another vendor is going to get onto them. I don't even have to worry about me. They, the other vendors around them will take care of that situation. And that's, I'm really, really proud of, of our group for that. That's what I was going to say. A lot of times we'll, we'll catch it and bring it to your attention, Sean, and be like, Hey dude, you know, look what's going on over here. You know? And nobody wants to piss off the boss lady, so. (laughs) 
Don't mess with Boss Lady. That's right. <laughs> he once see how he looked off camera. He was looking at Boss Lady. She's right there. <laughs> she's actually she's actually in the bedroom. She's watching some Hallmark. She's had a couple of Hallmark movie days. She wasn't feeling too hot, so she's been. I've been like I served her dinner. Like I, I even took her dinner to her bed. Like I made dinner. Do you hear and Oh. Oh. Once you make dinner, I'll serve you dinner. This is how you, you make dinner. I'm actually a real dinner. Yeah, you but, no, but um, no, she 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 was she hadn't been feeling good the past couple of days, and the stress has gotten to her, and and uh, she has an ear like an earache or something. So she's just been kind of she's had a couple of days of just movie days. She can watch all of her Hallmark Christmas movies that she's had recorded that we've been on the road <laughs> and never got to watch. So nice Netflix binging, and, and um, I'm hanging out with the kids and stuff. Yeah. So. I'm Hallmark almost made, on season four of Shit's Creek. Hallmark made getting snowed in look a lot more romantic than... Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> no kidding. Yes. So I do want to ask this, uh, and I know y'all were all going through tough, stu- tough stuff this week. Did any of y'all think about putting snakes together when the pressure dropped and the storm rolled through? Because <laughs> I did. I, I put <laughs> <I put snakes laughs> you. The only Very thing briefly. I'm reading this year is uh, my carpets, and they were already together, or I would have thought about it. <laughs> See? Oh, yeah. I, I have a, we got the first bit of storms, but not not for this one. Yeah, when yeah. he came through and was like, I'm going to put snakes together, I'm like, really? This is what we're thinking about right now. <laughs> well, I I have a Sambo that will, will like screw a piece of rope if I give it to him. And as soon as I put him in with the female, within 15 minutes, he was hooked up. And the other male that I was hoping would breed just sat in the corner and watched. Oh, see, John Grant, he paired his berms. Let's see, John. Yeah. There you can see. And John Grant, I had to go answer the phone because I have someone coming to pick up racks. That guy, Kevin, from up there by you, sent a hot shot to pick up his racks because he needs them that bad. John, I know that Callie is playing with Dakota Monday rather than listening to this podcast. I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> they, don't, they don't have internet. She's, she's not listening to this. Yeah. Um, I did. I actually considered doing my blue tongues uh, here last week, but um, but I'm. I mean, with all the moving stuff, trying to get everything. We were supposed to move animals this week. We were actually supposed to be moving our entire collection down to the house in Brian and setting up a reptile, reptile room down there. Uh, obviously, that got skewed. But uh, but I considered last week pairing the blue tongues. Up. I feel like somebody was talking, but I can't hear them. I know. Yeah. yeah. We all, we all heard we it. We all goes. just were like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I did. I've, I've looked forward to this since, well, since Tyler brought it up and Robert asked us about, it, like, having all of y'all on here. Uh, it was really good to finally get to talk to everybody because this week has sucked. And as much as I love my wife, I'm over you. Like, let's just be real. Call <laughs> Mark. We don't. We don't even have our kid as a buffer because she's been in West Virginia this whole time, having the greatest vacation ever with my mom and my my sibling. She's obsessed yeah. with video and houses and houses that are made for snow. Um, so y'all haven't been taking advantage of that at all. No. Can't even real quick on that one. Nope. <laughs> there are other things that prevent things from happening at the moment. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Next. Next. But uh, so James did have a second. I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah. we, we were really excited to be able to do this because I, I like I said uh, when yeah. Robert brought it up, I was like, I don't, I want to figure out how we want to do it. But being able to do live live stream and have people listening and talking to us while we do this, uh, I don't know about for y'all, but it was it was kind of therapeutic for us uh, after being trapped in ice for a week. 
Definitely. Reminds me of Saturday after a reptile show. Yeah. yeah only yeah. I, I, I think we're nobody's throwing carrots. I'm sure he did. Uh, <laughs> I know there's still carrots on top of James's roof because I threw them up there. So. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So now they're trying to like. I, I, I need for anyone who doesn't know this story. Back when I was vegan, that was the only snack that they had, and it started. Oh. It, it started as baby carrots. This so, last no, no this what happened? <laughs> let me let me tell the story. What happened, what happened was we were all trashed at Kayla and James's house. And Kayla decided she wanted to make pizza rolls. So she goes and puts pizza rolls in the oven. <laughs> and Max says, But I'm a vegan. So she looks in the fridge, she has a bag of baby carrots, she picks them up and throws the whole fucking thing at him and says, <laughs> That's how the that's how the carrot thing started. That was the whole tabletop ping pong night and all that stuff. <laughs> that's what you get for being a so, vegan. So the last the last Conroe show after Saturday, we're over at their house, and we're out sitting around the fire pit, <laughs> and these gigantic carrots, like not the little Which, oh, twice, yeah, flying out the door sure. like. Like I, I heard him hit his body in his oh head. No, I can hear it from inside the house. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they um, stole them from James's like. Animal collection. Yeah, that food. was the pictures, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking, I'm thinking the I hid one behind the shampoo bottle. Yeah, I saw pictures of that. We, we hid <laughs> behind the shampoo bottle, and and we and, and that's the other thing is every time we go over there, we turn one item upside down in James and Kayla's guest bathroom, and it's gone from just a couple of little things like paintings on the wall to they they changed the entire not the not the switch plate, the entire plug, the outlet upside down inside, took it apart. The toilet seat, the lid, everything took it off, and yeah, that was, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's just part of the fun we have. Um, um, we lost you know, uh, Tyler. Yeah, we got while, while we're talking about that, real quick, I brought this up on Chris's podcast for the June Conroe show. It's our one hundredth show uh, that we've ever done, right? Um, My and, birthday. And, yeah, and so, and that's your birthday. And so, and, and Lori said you still have to work, by the way. So uh, I know. I tried to get uh, that Sunday off. Look what Bergoli like, just uh, said. No, man. That's, that's boss lady. That's you and boss lady. I know. <laughs> Tell Kayla we said fuck her too. We love you. Oh, wait. I just want to say this. I, I've hinted at what I flipped over in their house multiple times. I don't know if they found it, but I figured I'd go ahead and say now. Look for something that is made to hold coins. Just tell them uh, what it no. is. No, okay. I'm going to give him a hint, too. Hold on. So I think what we're going to do for the June Connor show is we're actually going to bring back a live auction Saturday night right after the show. Oh, awesome. Aww. We have 5,000 square foot in that separate room to do a live auction. And then right after that, we're going to do crawfish boil and uh, try to get some live music out in front where the RV spots are. So we're going to boil a bunch of sacks of crawfish and do some sides and stuff. And I think Andy wants to do like a nacho bar. So that's going to be an appreciation for everything from everybody. We're giving a look up on the crawfish? Uh, no, I think we're going to talk to Justin because Justin's family, Justin Dale. Okay. Um, Let me know if you food because my family, I've also, I've also got some connections. I mean, just fucking bring crawfish. Like I'm going to eat a five-gallon bucket myself. Well, so no, I, I can't get crawfish personally, but I can get us oh. <laughs> but, um, but another part of that is we're going to do some shopping sprees. We're going to give several thousand dollars away to customers to go spend at the shows. Um, That's awesome. We're, we're figuring that out right now. Um, but yes, th- hopefully the crawfish are not dead. They're pretty yeah. resilient. 
Um, not going to lie. It's a concern that I also have. Yeah, but you know what? It's like we've been through some freezes before. Even that we used to rent out where well, we leased out our rice fields to crawfish farmers in the off season. Um, and it gets cold down there in those ditches and stuff like that. But they're, they, they go, they burrow. They burrow just like any other reptile would be brumating or estivating. So I think if you need anything okay. from Louisiana, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. The important thing is when do we flip stuff at James and Kayla's house? That, that weekend, is, there will be no that, flipping. That, that weekend won't be any flipping because we're actually going to do the crawfish boil at the venue out front. That's not acceptable. Well, Rachel, we were talking about having people over after uh, Stafford. I think we're going to pass on that. I don't pass on that one. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Brian, Brian, we are going to have that party at our house, but we have we have a separate party bathroom. Right. Y'all can fuck y'all want to that one. Right. I want to there. let I'm it be there. known <laughs> that if you hang out with Sean, don't be the first to fall asleep. Never. Oh, <laughs> the draw on your face again. Big old dick. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Don't let John Grant find your car either. Oh no, yeah. he likes. To, yeah, thanks for thinking that was me. By the way, Katie, I texted you and him. YouTube Thank channel. you very much. And me, you texted me too, Katie. I did. I told you who it was immediately. I, if you can lift that freaking massage chair, go ahead. That thing—that's another thing. We have a massage chair at our house, the new it, house. It is awesome. So amazing. Rotate. Yeah. So good to know. But, uh, uh-huh. but we'll have fun. And that's in three weekends. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? And so, that's Robert's um, birthday weekend. The Brian College Station show is. We'll be nice. there, but we're not yep. ending. We're just that's coming. That's the next in. show, isn't it? The Brian we're coming in France. after after Corpus, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So maybe we're that's coming. That's my next show, Brian. Toilets. Yeah, hopefully. I need our toilets to work before we go there. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't let them freeze. No. Too late. But um, yeah. for real, I know I know we've been all over the place, but um, kind of getting back to the reason for this is, yeah, everything got fucked up here. We're stronger than all this. Um, if you guys want to make donations, you can go to um, it's uh, herpsfamilystrong@gmail.com, or if you want to make a donation to the Reptile Breeders Relief Fund. That is reptile relief 101 at gmail.com. That's Josh Jackie and Tess and uh, Ryan. Those guys have a, a great organization. Uh, we talked about that with Corey earlier. Um, everybody likes to help. And if anybody has any vet connections, I know that we're going to need like Batril and stuff like that sent to people um, next week. So, I mean, uh, Debbie from Reptiles to You contacted me yesterday about she's shipping a bunch of supplies down to Corpus. I'm going to be bringing back for like Chase Baker and a few other people. She asked me about heat packs, and I'm like, I don't think we're going to need them by then, but snake bags and things like that, um, anything that you guys can think of that would you know, be um, of help for people that are going to need to replace bedding, bags, stuff that's that's gotten ruined from either water damage or anything like that. That that stuff's helpful. Uh, and then, like I said, you can make monetary donations with those, those uh, PayPal I, earlier, I, I know that we probably we we pulled it up on the screen, but we didn't get to say anything about it. Jennifer Williamson made a two hundred dollar donation uh, during yeah, this that's uh, awesome. Thank live you, stream. Awesome. Hey, Sean, uh, I'll, mess, I'll message Cord and see if he can help as far as uh, medication. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was uh, going to actually reach out to him this week, but yeah, if you can make him, if you can call him, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I'm in pretty constant communication with him. I'll hit him up well, and see if he can help. With you as far as distribution and shit to see. Yeah, and I'm gonna be down. I'm gonna be down in Corpus with uh with Tim uh this weekend, yeah. and you know he's, he's the exotic vet down in Corpus, so I'll be down there with him. So we'll try to figure cool. it all out. Also, with all this, then we, can, we can get everybody taken care of. Well, and also with all this, I want to also mention U.S. Arc because outside of all this happening in Texas and Louisiana and 
Oklahoma and Arkansas. Uh, there have been a lot of things lately uh, that U.S. Arkansas had been fighting. There's a lot of states right now going through a lot of bills trying to get passed that will end people's ability to own the animals we love. So U.S. Ark is also a big one. Uh, feel free to donate to all of them. Uh, even if you can't donate, feel free to share links on Facebook to all of them. Um, it's it's a very tricky time right now. Uh, COVID is actually coming back to bite a lot of us in the ass in the animal hobby because they're starting to lump in uh, us owning snakes and lizards with uh, transmittable diseases from animals, which our animals are not passing disease. Our, our ball pythons that y'all are breeding for the 70th generation in captivity are not passing on something to humans. Um, so that's really important as well. But that was, that was my two cents. Yeah. That's all I, that's all I got. I was so gonna, you know, are we going to like take questions from anyone or are you guys? We've actually been, <clears throat> we haven't had any. Um, we've been putting stuff up on the screen as it comes in and, yeah. um, so that's been really great. And, and I actually, I, cause I have been taking some notes. Um, Who takes notes like that? Now y'all gotta see this. Well, like, uh, face and give me my notebook. Who takes notes all random on the paper like that? <laughs> I do. I have, I have someone picking up racks in like 10 minutes, but it'll only, yeah. if we're still going, I'll just step away, go load them up and come back. So, uh, yeah, James Trigoli said that he's waiting on his tax money to hit so that he can get some more racks from you. Uh, Margaret Trumbull said that she has also got to get some more racks from you. Well, Margaret is Chad's wife. So, oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> I wanted to put something out there. I think while we're on this stream and while I'm being held accountable, what is a goal that we should reach to where if we reach it, I dye my beard light blue, like merman blue? How much? How much do we have in the account right now, pay, Katie? In the PayPal, like fifteen. Well, we had two hundred, so we have fifty. So fifteen. We have sixteen ten. Oh really? Okay, so, so sixteen eleven. I was thinking sixteen eleven sounds good. Sixteen eleven, and we and Max has to dye his beard blue. That dye costs more than that. We're we're going backwards. That's not my fault. I'm not dye. I'm not buying the dye. Yeah, I'm with James Bagoli. I hey, think five just grand. Don't let don't let do not let Callie dye anything. <laughs> Chad She's says, "Are you what's wrong with blue?" Because Chad has blue hair, so he says, "What's wrong with blue?" <laughs> you know what? I'm with James. I think five thousand. We'll be there in no time. Yeah. If you got in, in one day, we'll be at five thousand in a week. Easy. Cool. Oh, John Grant how long are you going to well. yeah. keep it that way? Well, I'm working from home, so we'll, we'll see how many viewers it brings in. A blue, <laughs> a, a blue bearded man might give me some subscribers. Our I, daughter is I don't I like this shit of other people doing yeah. stuff, and dressing in tutus and that's true. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Lily could die it at a show. Yeah, yeah Lily's in Lily cosmetology. Yeah, she there could do Yeah. <laughs> She's going to hear John, me say her name and come in here and wonder why I'm talking about her. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to be a merman. You know that scene in Zoolander where he's like, a merman. He's going to do it regardless. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we appreciate it, Max, though. And I, I and I, you know how much we love you. And, and I know it's been tough for you, brother. Uh, and I, I'm glad I'll get to see you this week. And um, we'll have a good time. So shots are on me. Ooh. Uh, Oh, how about docs? Docs are on you. What? Oh, what? the the restaurant. Docs. Oh, yeah, I'll get you docs. That's fine. That's uh, good. 
one person asked if we had if there's a Patreon. Sean does not have y'all don't have a Patreon, but y'all do have a PayPal that y'all can send money straight to, which is herpsfamilystrong at gmail.com. We do have a Patreon for the podcast if you want to feel free to donate to the podcast because uh we haven't actually mentioned it, but I want to bring up our giveaway for this month. We are giving away a hundred dollar gift certificate to Southern Reptile Supplies at any Herps Reptile show. Uh, Andy is awesome. He's going to give away a hundred dollars to anybody. All you gotta do is go to our Facebook page, find the the contest that's been pinned at the top of our Facebook page, and just comment. Ask, tell us what you would buy with that hundred dollars. Uh, and mostly it's betting. That's what we've seen. Reptichip. That has been the. Yeah. Uh, it's just Reptichip, 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 or bioactive stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Anybody out there, feel free to go. All you do is comment, and then at the end of February, we will just draw a winner. You'll win $100. The, the only trick is you got to be at a Herp show to spend it. So, uh, But you'll enjoy a Herp show and $100 at, at Andy's booth, which, again, if it's anything reptile-related, non-animal related, he has it. And then Grant Family Exotics wants to sponsor March, so they're going to have something really cool for our March giveaway as well. That means we have to say his name every time. We do. We do anyway. John Grant. Maybe, maybe John Grant. when we go to Bryan College Station. But we, we need to say Callie Grant, too, because to you know, she's true. just as important. Because we're just going for fun, so we can take stuff with us and record while we're there. There you go. That's true. I could record it. Record it. And then John or Grant do. can be a guest. Finally. And we don't have to worry about him not having having internet. internet. Hey, do you guys have uh, one, one of those web links where you have like those six buttons you push and something happens to it for your computer, James? Uh, no. Okay, y'all need to get one, and, like, every time you say John Grant, you push this button, and it goes, John Grant. Oh, yeah. All right. JT's saying he wants to give away a Herp set, because then I'm definitely entering for that. I don't think you can enter. It's our podcast. Oh, shit. All right, can I quit? I can enter. No, no, no. There's supposed to be a a, a space there. Oh, God, the calendar photo shoot. Oh, my God. We that was a scary oh. afternoon. I forgot we about that. that. We still haven't finished it, though. We still haven't finished it. We need to get that, that, that done. We, we, that, we photo that, was, that was at Conroe. That was interesting. Yeah. 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 interesting. If anybody still one. needs photos, we'll be at the beach and I'll have a camera. Oh, someone's got to <laughs> yeah, do the copper yeah, tail, baby. Yeah, Andy and I haven't done ours. A couple other people need to do ours. I think so. me and James Bergoli still need to do ours. Yeah, they're we not coming to court. Do- so. We're going to have to dressed up as Flavius in the calendar. <laughs> well, he was going to do that for Halloween, but then, you know, Flavius didn't make the Halloween show. So. Right. What if What if you and Andy do the copper tone, baby, and you're the dog pulling the pants down? No, I've already I've already taken a shot out of his belly button. I'm not touching. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God! Why, you know why would you do body shots? Why would you do I that? Remember that. That was the same show in Lake Charles that we had gotten to the certain that was doing a contest, and one of those was that I had to do a shot out of Andy's belly button, and he laid on the table, and I did a shot of of uh, yeah, it was bad. That's the same one that I ate. I was supposed to eat a dubia, and my asshole friends of you. Love you guys. Decided there weren't any doobie in the building, so they gave me an adult female hissing cockroach. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> so there's video of that. And it, oh, she was, was, face was the best so, now. So when I bit into her, all her babies like went into my mouth. And, oh, 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 there's, there's, oh. there's video evidence of that. And I jumped into Lake Charles, all the same. Oh. But that was all just trying to promote the show. So oh. Jesus, that's. That's horrible. Yeah, it sucked off. <laughs> Wait, you suck balls also? That's no. <laughs> 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 you 
fucking cockroach and doing a body shot out of Andy's Thanks, fucking Lewis nasty belly button. Lewis will a cockroach if it gets in the house. I have to do it. There ain't no They're way. They're gross. I ain't eating one, one. That's for sure. <laughs> he calls me. There's cockroach. Come kill it. But I remove spiders. <laughs> Thinking much. And mice. I haven't. Okay, I do it Mike, all. That's all you. Wait, so. I don't do, I don't do mice. Oh, hold on. So he'll do the cockroaches for you. And you'll, you're fine with cockroaches. But if no, I no, drink no, no. water too close to the microphone. It's it's the sound. I can't hear the sound. Oh look! No, whenever I eat, I, we have to turn music we, or something off. We, we do. My father-in-law has actually gotten so used to it over the last sixteen years that before we even sit down for dinner, he turns the radio on so that we can all sit at the same table. That's why I like going to restaurants because it's so loud and I can't. Like I don't even like to hear myself chew my food. It's a kid. You you know that you shouldn't tell all of us stuff. Like I, know. That. <laughs> I know, but I go to bed after shows. I don't normally hang out with you. Guys. All right, there's a bunch of curbs people here. Has anyone seen the little satanic doll? Yeah, where oh, we know where it's at. We know where it's at. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, it got stuck in it got stuck in Tyler's stuff. Tyler Cleckley. But he was doing shows in Florida, and his sister was doing our shows. But uh, it's going to be passed around soon. Oh, we know where it's at. We've located the doll. It's if she was clean, she wouldn't be that creepy. She's well, been clean. She's been washed like three or four times. No, you need oh. you need Debbie's childhood doll. <gasps> that's horrifying. No, no, no. That's no, that's. We did, we, did know where the, we did find the Herps doll, and we are going to make sure that gets passed back around. No. Debbie's doll, scary. Yeah, that thing kills people. <laughs> that's the one that you walk into a room and there's a rocking chair and it's sitting in it and the rocking chair is moving. That's Debbie's doll. I don't watch scary <laughs> movies, and that that doll, no, just uh, no. Anyways, Violet wanted to keep her. Well, of course, Violet. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what took the longest was Violet would not let her go. Oh, um, I, I was yeah, right the baby. <laughs> Y'all stole that poor little baby doll from oh that kid. God. That baby doll came out of the parking lot of Conroe. Gina had a Gina had a doll like Debbie's too. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Uh, there's no more death whistles allowed at the Herb Show. I think we no. all voted on that. That was awful. I thought, I thought somebody got bit for real. I like, thought someone was dying. I thought it was the cockatoo. <laughs> over and over again. I somebody got bit five seconds into the show. Yeah, that that uh that puckered up a lot of assholes. The entire weekend. Yep. Max. His na- Max's name is $5,000 for blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> has anyone uh, checked yeah, uh, Maria, earlier. Yeah. He still has, as far as I know, he still doesn't have power. Um, yeah, a couple hours ago I talked to him and he still didn't have power. He still doesn't have power. Uh, Rich, does he have a generator at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does, but he, he took a hard hit, guys. Yeah, Rick, Rick, Rick. I talked it. to Pete. I talked to Pete yesterday. It's it's not good. Yeah. Wow. Like I said, that's going to be the, the stories that start to come out over the next week or two are going to be the hardest. I so. would imagine that Rick's uh, Rick's Bushmasters didn't handle the cold very well. Oh, yeah, man. Sad. All right. Well, this has been fun, and I've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, I appreciate all of y'all coming on, and and anyone on that we have not had on as an individual guest yet, we have to have you on as a as a guest yet. Absolutely, so yes, we do. I want you, Katie and James. Yes. I want you to schedule the time to interview Lori. Okay, we've been. What do you think? Yeah, I have been pushing. No, for this. 
Yes. And, and, and the reason I say that is because that woman, how much work she puts on behind the scenes that you guys don't see. Um, oh, is I agree. Unbelievable. And she'll probably talk tons of shit about me. I really don't care. But she really. <laughs> hey, I like work the front register with her. We talk. Yeah. She's a machine. And, and um, yeah, she would she would be a great guest because there's a lot of people that don't see why she's boss lady. But that woman is, is amazing. And look, I, I tried to have non. I tried to have non-snake people on with Jay and Tanya, and then the weather hit. See, that's what happens yeah. when I try to have non-snake people on. Well, you got to get Jay and Tanya. You need to stop doing everything about snakes. It's not the snake gumbo podcast. But, it's but, the reptile gumbo podcast. Yeah, man, we, had, we need to get Huff what on. Man, Tyler on. Is in there too. Drew on. Yeah. So sure, we've had Corey. But seriously, Lori would have a really good insight as far as what goes on behind the scenes and what um, what you guys don't see. Um, from a vendor's perspective that she actually handles because pretty much I've just told all the vendors contact her because her organizational skills are through the roof. That's what she loves to do. So, um, yeah, that'd be a great one, I think, for you. Yep. Gotcha. I was looking at, at Chad's thing. How cold can we have... Okay. I'm feeling <laughs> a word's, mis- word's got to be missing there because... No, how cold can he's, we have... He's wanting to know how cold could his snakes have gotten. He has boas and, python, and ball pythons. I mean... So. It depends on how long. They got down to the 60s. I think he might be okay, honestly. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I mean, you could still have our eyes if they're coming back out too soon. But that's the other thing is warm them up slowly. Don't just put them on heat automatically. You know, warm everything up slowly if it's if you're, if you're thawing out. Um, 60, ambient temperature of 60 for a snake, I don't think that's going to be a problem. I mean, that's like a freaking Saturday afternoon in spring here. You know Next what I'm saying? Year. So. Corey, Corey, yeah, what did you say, Corey? Corey has a it's like shipping temperatures. Like it's not like if you're just doing it overnight, it's not a big deal. But it, it it's extended and and lower is when you start running into real issues. I'm Malia. We'll see you in Corpus. Yeah, Malia's been in Florida all week. I mean, she's been down on the beach in Florida the past week or so, nice. so she missed most of this stuff. Nice. Nice. Uh, she could have she could have traveled to to Mexico, Costa Rica, to Cancun. To Cancun. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> people in Texas, well, person in Texas did that. It does seem like it's okay. Oh you see Tanya's comment? Oh, there he is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Good, good. All right. So, Max, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, let's see. Uh, pigeon mail. Dad jokes at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. That's how you get a hold of Max. Bad dad jokes at, at gmail.com. I just if you put out um by uh hummus and chips and a six pack of shiner, I'll come in the middle of the night. That's the most hipster <laughs> shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I he didn't say IPA. I mean he With didn't some say beard oil. Right. He actually said shiner. Hey, so. I use beard oil, so my wife. Yeah, I'm making fun of you too. Oh, that beard oil is awesome. <laughs> oh god, I, I'm in I'm in trouble. You mean gorilla glue? Gorilla glue. <laughs> Don't do it. All right, All right. Tyler, if people want to get a hold of you. How oh, wait, you I, I need to be serious, though. Oh, come um, on, Max, Max, come on. We're trying yeah. to do a show here. Come I'm on. hungry. Let's go. Max's view. Everything. Yep. All right, Tyler, if people want to get a hold of you and pick your awesome brain, how can they reach you? Um, they can text me at my Gecko World Austin Facebook page, or um, if you go to my website, it has my phone number or email. You can contact me anyway. Awesome. Drew, if people want to get a hold of you. Uh, so Facebook is The Learning Zoo, and then website is thelearningzootx.com. And 
Email is thelearningzootx at gmail. Any of those work, and I respond as soon as I see them. Awesome. Seth, what about you? HuffSerps on Facebook or HuffSerps at yahoo.com, and I stay on top of them both. Hit me up, and I'll hit you back. Very awesome. Sean? Call Lori. (laughs) 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 No, um... I'm our that's quickly you've responded. No, that's the truth. Call Lori. Don't Call even bother messing with Sean. No, um, uh, Sean Gray, can... come to the front, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you message us on Herb Show on the Facebook Herb Show page, I usually I've been taking care of the answers on those and the ads. Um, I'll, I'll get the messenger. She will. Uh, if you send us an email, uh, Lori will take care of it. Um, you can give us a call. My number's on my business card on the website. Um, I'll try to answer as much as I can, but like it's. It's literally fighting for phone calls most of the time. Just don't call me on a show weekend on a Saturday at, at 11 o'clock and expect to get an answer back for real. Um, but uh, you guys can find me anywhere. Absolutely. All right, Corey, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, Corey Martin Reptiles on Instagram and Facebook. That's the easiest. Yeah. So, All right. Yep. Rachel, it's your turn. Can you tell us how people can get a hold of you and Robert? Lone Star Reptile Racks. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook and Instagram and our webpage. Yep. And which, his number is on the website. So if you need to reach out to him, you can go to ellisreptileracks.com. Which is funny. Robert just texted me and says, our internet just died. And it obviously didn't because I see Rachel. So is it? Oh, I don't know what happened to him. He's a oh, I thought he was just going to like load up racks or nope. something. All right, James, if people need to get a hold of you, what can they do? Uh, simply underscore serpents on Instagram, simply serpents on Facebook. The podcast is the reptile gumbo podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and at gmail.com. Uh, again, quick reminder, a uh, hundred dollar giveaway for the month of February on our Facebook page. Uh, go, go look at that, check that out, put down what you would buy at the hundred dollars, get into that drawing. I want to thank all of y'all for coming on here and spending these two hours of of what has been the highlight of this entire week for us. Um, it has been awesome, great, and we've had a lot of fun. So thank you. Absolutely. Don't Love forget to you. Thanks don't forget to check out um, PayPal if you feel like making donations, herpsfamilystrong at gmail.com. You can make donations there. Also, check out our discussion board on Facebook. There's been some great posts. Travis Wyman, as always, has been posting. Yeah, some, we will get back to covering those he's things He's been posting next some week. cool stuff all week. So if you want something to take your mind off of things, scroll through the discussion board. It's it's good stuff. All right, guys. So we might try to do some more live stuff soon. This was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. And I will get this podcast. Anybody that missed it, I'll get this podcast out hopefully today or tomorrow. So. All right. You guys take it easy. Bye. 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 Bye.